The Joe Rogan Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan Podcast by night, all day. You gonna try to do the hat and the the earphones? How you gonna work this? Because it's bad now. See, it's Christmas. (laughs) I can't go get a haircut. Like all it is, I got the uh, the shadow. The the... all you need is a mirror when you're doing your hair. I cut my own hair. You do so. You go somewhere and get your hair shaved. I go somewhere. Yeah, it's just. I don't know. I guess it's just uh, walking in. Hey, what's up, Tom? How you been, man? Right. Where your next show at? Hey, yeah, I'm coming social. Out to see you. Yeah, it's that. You it's know? a social thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm anti-social yeah. in that way. I just rather yeah. shave my own she head. Walk in, so, <laughs> so you really know Joe Rogan? And what? Like, <laughs> you know, you do all of that. So. Well, that that is the good thing about barbershops, the yeah. the, the male beauty salon. Yes, dudes get is. to hang out, be dudes. Yeah. yeah. Just when did you start shaving your head? Um, it was a slow progression, cause it, cause I would say, yo, just even it out with where's, uh, where's fading away in the, in the little sunroof back there, right. and kept, and then after a while, my man said, yo, <laughs> it's over. So man, this is, <laughs> you just rock a ball here, and make it be like Damon Wayans. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to be like Damon. Wayans. <laughs> you know, that's, that's it. But he you just, want to be like Tony Woods? You know, yeah, and then yeah. he cut it all off. Like I guess. Well, it it's just part of being old, my friend. We there have to embrace. How old are you now? Fifty-eight. I'm 54. Jimmy Crickets. Yeah. It happens. Creeps up on you. And I remember the last show that we did. What? Where was it? It was in the Bronx. It was at a college, right? And whenever somebody's ripping, I just, because I I, I don't want to watch and it get in my head, you know? Right. And some some comedians think, oh, you didn't see my set. I I don't want to watch your set, dog. And you up there, you like, ah! <laughs> you were doing something about girls who sound like a cockatoo. Oh, I was, you know, it was girls with cr- crazy big hair. And you was like, ah! <laughs> and they were screaming. I'm like, I gotta go outside. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about, but I gotta go outside. Man. I gotta go outside. The Bronx, huh? A it college was, in the Bronx. Was, yeah, it was. Man, I don't it, even remember that. If somebody asked me, did you ever do a college in the Bronx? I'd be like, nah. Yeah, it was, it was right on the one and the nine. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, it's me, you, um, I can't remember, but I just remember you, you like, ah, <laughs> you going back and forth, like, ah, and they were screaming, I'm like, okay, I don't know what that joke is, but I, <laughs> gotta I'm, get out of here. I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of there if someone's bombing, too. Yeah. I can't watch that. Yeah, that, yeah, that is, yeah. That fucks with my head because then I think nothing's funny. Mm-hmm. But I guess because I didn't got been in the game, I can, I can bomb. Gracefully, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my engines go out. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he can glide yeah, in. Yeah, just glide in, and that'll mess up the next guy. Cause the next guy come and go. What'd you do to the room, man? <laughs> <laughs> I peed on the floor, shorty. Yeah, so, there's so there's some bombings though where it's the crowd, like the crowd is just whatever it is. It's just, there's no energy in the yeah. room. But there's some bombings. It's the comedian. Yeah. And when it's the comedian, I gotta get out of there. If it's the crowd, I'm like, I want to go up there and wake them up. Yeah. But if it's the comedian, there's something in my head that's like nothing is funny. Like I can't, I can't watch someone as terrible. Because some guys, they um like a, you know, like I call it like a technician. Like this is the formula. This is how you do it. Right. Right. And like, dude, obviously that's not working tonight. Right, yeah. Do a little crowd work. Do this. Do that. Something. Right. Yeah. Mix it something. Up. Mix it up, man. Yeah. Cause they not. They not. No. 
Yeah. yeah. So. Well, don't you think that's the beauty of doing a bunch of different places? Yeah. Like doing the road a little bit in Pennsylvania. You do a gig in Florida. You do a little this. Do a little that. And the, the I, more you do that. I love that. Like in like when back in the day when we were in New York, I used to go. I used to say I'm going to the Caribbean. So I'd go out to Brooklyn. You know, do the, uh, mostly Caribbean crowds, and then you do the downtown. Like uh, remember the place we used to do? I think Ludlow or something. It was like alternative comedy. Where was that? It was it was uh, it was someplace we uh, uh, like like Todd Berry used to just rip in there, mm. you know like they wanted it real subtle and right, real that, soft, yeah, real soft. And I would go and I go whoa 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 easy with the laughs. It's, <laughs> it's alternative comedy. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. There's places they they got mad if you tried hard. Yeah, if you just smash it, oh, they didn't like it. Stop with the cockatoo, baby. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> so. And that's a thing that's a thing like they wanted you to slow down yeah. it's almost like they didn't want to race they wanted to fast walk yeah. which is fast walking Tony don't be jogging and when we did that thing in the Bronx it was like mainly like Latino Puerto Rican crowd and they wanted loud and, right, you, and right, you, was, right. you was kicking it he <laughs> <laughs> was kicking it he was, he was parading back and forth Actually, you look like Tony Danza from Taxi. <laughs> you was killing it. Like, back yeah, in the day, when I had a full head of hair and everything. Yeah, you was... <laughs> Say, look at him. Tony Danza, there's a reference. That's that, funny. The one from Taxi, not yeah. the one from uh, Who's the Boss. That's, oh, the different one. When I first one. saw you, that's who you reminded me of. That's funny. Yeah. So, and, uh, but now, dog, you, 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 you're like the young... Uh, what's his name? What's the dude's name? He's, he's the old... Biggest best guy at it, Larry King. Oh, <laughs> yeah. he's dead. He's he not just old. Larry King's dead. My yeah, bad. I, I think COVID got him. I don't know. Is but that I, what happened to him? Did COVID get him? Well, he was. Life was getting him. I mean, yeah, last was, time I saw Larry, he was like a skeleton. He was like yeah. hunched over. His posture was terrible. It's like he was, he, you know, wasn't in the best of health. Very nice guy. And and I'm I'm gonna tell you something, man. For years. Like randomly, people go, "Yo, they were talking about you on the Joe Rogan show." And I'm like, "What's that?" Because <laughs> I'm just kind of not in the loop, right? So I started my own podcast. It's called uh, the Lonely Ass Bike Club. Well, I just ride my bike, I put my phone on there, I go on Facetime, and I mean Facebook Live, and I just talk. But while I, you're riding your bike, while I'm riding my bike, I just oh, talk about right. stuff. You That's just, a cool idea. Oh, you, you see my face and whatever's on my mind. Just I pops like that. Up. And and I've been doing that for, for about two or three years. But I also have a podcast. We had a group, and it was called First Episode Again with Tony Woods. So it's like if things ain't going right, don't worry. It's first episode. We got this right. <laughs> right. And, and I had I had a, a woman, Maya. I had a guy who's a lawyer. Another guy who's like he, his name is Chevis. So he's like, as if we were on a bus. He's a guy in the back, and like you're talking about something interesting, and then he'll scream out, "Oh, that's because of global warming, motherfucker!" Like that, you go, you know, he may be right. <laughs> you know what I'm he just has a yeah. So him and uh, and and we were doing, we was it was going good. Nah, uh, I think the the main guy got tired. Yeah, just got tired of doing it. Yeah, because it became a job. Like, oh, remember we got to meet at this time. Like, ah. Yeah, but that's the thing that fucks comics up more than anything is the consistency. Yeah. Consistency of 
you know, doing shows and just no showing one, up. No one ever complains at the Lonely Ass Bike Club Chronicles podcast. Because <laughs> it's just you. It's just me. Nobody yeah. ever said, you late again. Nobody ever says that. Nobody ever says, slow down, you're riding too fast. Nothing. Well, that does, when you have a group of people, like a couple people together, and they start doing a podcast, there's always one person who wants to do it more than the other person. Yeah. One person who has a vision, the other person's like, man, I don't want to do it today. I think it was Maya. Big shout out to Maya. She had a big, uh, not Maya the girl, you know, but M Maya who's on, right? Because right. she would she would have notes and and then she would say, "Did you watch it? Did you watch it? Uh, the one we did uh, yesterday?" I'm like, "Oh, she wants to review them." Yeah, I'm like, oh. I'm like I don't watch my own comedy. On, yeah, like I, I don't watch my own podcasts. I don't. I can't watch my. St I can't. I, I like. I'm like, when I hear my own voice, I'm like, oh, what is he, drunk or something? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's on drugs, man. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't even want to hear That's one it, thing man. that comedians have in common is that we all hate our own voice. Yeah. We all hate watching ourselves. And then people see me sometimes in the grocery store, and I think they think they're making me feel good. They go, oh, man. You really talk like that, like you, <laughs> like you drunk or, or kind of stupid. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, we, we we all listen to ourselves though, and like yeah. when you listen to your own special, you just like because you know all this shit, you know what you're gonna yeah. say, so you heard it already, so it's not surprising. Yeah. So it's just boring. You're like, and, oh, this and isn't you good. You really hate when you leave something out. Yes. You're like, I was supposed to say this, but everybody's like, oh, it's, it's, it's good. Like, no, fuck that. I yeah. was supposed to say that. <laughs> right. The so. worst is when you record something and then you keep doing the bit because the, the special hasn't come out yet. Mm -hmm. And then you make up new taglines. You're like, ah, I want to go back and redo the bit. Yeah. Yeah. You got something coming out soon, right? I think. <laughs> yeah. Don't you? Don't you? I don't do, you have a yeah. special coming out? When is it? I don't know yet. You don't know? We're still looking for a venue. So, because I, I, I don't want to do it like in a blah, blah, a big, a big grandiose place. place. Do it a comedy I, I like club? doing it. Yeah, and I just did a, a comedy club in Wilmington, North Carolina. It's called the Dead Crow, right? Which, yeah, you don't even think that's a comedy club. It's, it's I just, they redid it. You ever been there before? No, it's, but I mean, like, the Laughing Skull's a great place, and that's got a fucked yeah. up name, too. And I like the one in Denver. The one Comedy with, Works? Which yeah, one? the one with the with the oxygen pumped in. Really? There's oxygen pumped like, in? Feel like a casino when I'm in there. Which place is that? Is it's that comedy The works? one downtown. Yeah, that has oxygen pumped into it. it? Have, have you ever had a bad set there? It's a good place. I think it's just And everybody's having a ball. That's true. Yeah. But they're all accustomed to that air. I don't know, dog. <laughs> you think it's like a casino? <laughs> I don't know. Because I feel like, double down. Let's keep it moving, man. Because <laughs> you know when you're in a casino, say, so, right, how long right. you been there? About, about 20 minutes. Well, it's 4 a.m. Whew, my bad. <laughs> like that, because the oxygen, you just, you just feels. I don't know if that's true. Do you yeah. think they really do pump oxygen in the casinos? Okay, don't like say that I said it. Say no, but I've heard, heard it. Say it. Yeah. I've heard it. I've heard well, it. say true. Let's find out. Do they pump oxygen into casinos? Oh, into casinos, yeah, yeah. for do they sure. Definitely yes, do 100%? yes, yeah. It doesn't seek out because ain't no windows. Well, I know they have air filtration because everybody's smoking, but you don't see smoke everywhere. So there must yeah. be some movement of the air. Well, what about Comedy Works? Uh, I don't think they're pumping oxygen in there. I just think it's okay, a great man. room. Here now, it goes. I'm sure you've heard the myth that oxygen is pumped into casinos to give people more energy and keep them awake. 
This is, in fact, the enduring Las Vegas myth of all time. There's no doubt that the casinos keep the air chilly to give that same effect, but there's no mechanism actually pumping extra oxygen into the system. Well, and now, well, now we know. When I got the jackpot, when I did the cellar in Vegas the last time, and I hit the jackpot by accident, I won five Gs, and guess what? The woman who just popped up, who thought I was such an interesting person, was not a hooker. Really? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. You don't Oxygen. believe it. <laughs> she, yeah. <laughs> yeah. she just happened to pop over. I just saw you sitting here, and I just thought you were such an interesting person. Oh. oh you smell that oxygen, baby. Ding, 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 ding. I don't know. That's Tony Woods, and that's how he really talks. Yeah. And 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 the real the real thing is I had a speech impediment as a child. And they just said, you know, because they get excited. And you stammer? Not, not, yeah, nothing was coming out. So I just mm. said, just think about it and sing it out. Mm. Yeah, so I said, Joe. <laughs> 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 just, and, but you get older and stuff. And my, uh, my middle son, he had that too. He... He he hated because everybody everybody loved the way he talked. He was like, "Can I go to McDonald's?" <laughs> you know, but so just by then, out. but by then, whoom, we passed McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, man. So it wasn't a stutter; it was just like a, a pause. A pause. Just just yeah. your 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 brain is working faster than your mouth. Isn't it funny that that actually helps in comedy? Yes. That pause, like. That sort of embodied your style. Yeah. As as a matter of fact, I heard I heard a comedian complain about it one time. He complained about your style? He said, Look at him. He's killing. And he only went, eh. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes we go, eh. Yeah. And, and he said, he's killing. And all he said was, eh. That's hilarious that someone would complain that you're doing so great. Yeah. With with a slow style, eh, slow, like easy going yeah. style. Yeah, so good. You influenced a lot of guys, man. You really did. I've, you influenced a lot of guys. I remember watching you, and there's certain dude. Like I remember always being awkward. I always felt awkward on stage. Like I had to like get the jokes out quick. Like I don't want to bomb. Get the jokes out quick. You paced the stage. I yeah, remember. and then I, w I remember watching you. I'm like, God, he's so calm and casual up there. You remember so you woke relaxed. me up one time? I woke you up. Yeah, remember I used to sleep in the back of the Boston Comedy Club. Okay, yeah. And somebody would go, hey. Tell Tony's next. Right. And you like, hey man, you next. I'm like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you were sleeping. I'm sleeping. When they call my name, I'll wake up, man. You wake up right before you go on stage. That's hilarious. <laughs> that little corner back there, the balls of comic book. Yep. I just I was always tired, man. I think I had PS2. Something's going on. What's PS2? It's what you get when you go to the military. What is it? Like, it's not PlayStation. It's oh. more serious than that. Because oh. when you guys met me, I was just getting back from the dessert. So, and I don't know. I'm just always tired. I don't. I, I, I thought I had narcolepsy, but I would, you know, if if I was driving and the music wasn't on or the window wasn't down, I hit a gravel. So were you in, in Desert Storm? Yeah, the first one. The and Gulf War. So there are a lot of people in that war, they had that um, Gulf War syndrome. Yeah. And Did they you... all go, no, I ain't gone. I I, no. I don't know what I got. I just, you know. But you came back and you were more tired? 
Like yeah, more but I, I've all, I used to be like super energetic. Like if mm -hmm. you watch my old, I used, but I slept more too and stuff. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But you you remember uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeff. Jeff Ross? No, no, he passed away. Hey Tony, how you doing? Hey man, hey, good yeah. to see you again, Tony. Oh, I know. Vic Henley. Vic. Vic Henley. Vic right, Henley. Right, right, right. It's right. me. Vic Henley and a, and a and a a little guy I forgot his name Chris something but he was he was he was a little guy and we were doing Birmingham Alabama and I was a feature and the lady says Tony you got an emergency phone call in the office and I'm like like you know I'm thinking is it is it my mom is it my ex wife you know something she says it's a man I'm like I just figured it's one of my buddies who want to come to the show for free or something like that. I did my spot. You know, you do 20 minutes in the in the middle. I did, I think, maybe 30, 40. I didn't see the light. And then I come off. Vic does our boom. We're about to go out and get something to eat. And she says, Tony, they're still holding for you. <laughs> what? <laughs> I went and picked up the phone. I'm like, hello? He goes, Petty Officer Woods. I'm like, let me go get him. Like that, <laughs> he goes. I know that's you, Woods. I'm like, ah! so that's he had to contact me. So once he contacted me, I had to go. So had to, yeah. I was supposed to go from there to Key West. And so that phone call, the hold, was just to get you to go overseas. Yeah, that, that's 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 called being activated. Oh, so they had to just wait. Yeah, it's, just, it's a it, phone call yeah. to activate you. So if yeah. you just don't answer the phone, you never get activated? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, man. I know. I mean, they would have got me eventually, but Maybe it would have been nice to get me after Key West. Right. Yeah, because we are doing uh, Ocala, Florida, then Fort Myers, and then Key West. I've never been to Key West, but I hear it's amazing. It is. Around. It's nice, but it's like no beach. Really? I mean, it's it's... They got like... If you stay at a hotel or something, they may have their own little private beach. Back in the day when I was stationed down there, it was, you know, beaches everywhere, but the place wasn't as full as it is now. It kind of smells kind of Newarkish. Newarkish? Uh, yeah, because too many people. Oh, right. Like with the sewage <clears throat> and stuff like that. So sewage is going into the ocean. Yeah. Along, yeah. On one side of the island, it's like, mm. Oh, how weird is that, that we just dump our sewage right into Damn. the ocean? But the other little islands, the best thing is, is the drive. Like you leave from Miami or Fort Lauderdale or something like that, get a car and just cruise down and just stop at little seafood shacks and stuff and have what will cost two hundred dollars at a regular restaurant. You you hitting there, you sitting there and just and it's a it's a three hour drive, two lane highway, and you can stop, go fishing, go swimming, do whatever. It's just it's dope. I've never been. I keep hearing <clears throat> great things about it, and I you hear the people down there. Ba it's basically not America. Yeah. It's like they're island living. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's uh, relaxed. Uh, Bahama Village. It's, yeah. yeah it's, and they have a Caribbean accent and everything. It's just, just, it's just, it's, it's like driving to the Caribbean. No lie. You have a good time, you go down there. But whereas Key West would be bang, New York City. But all the little sleepy ones on mm, the way. Along are, the way. Are, are dope, you know. So is Key West crowded now? It's, yeah, it's kind of crowded. I was down there in the <clears> summer. Because yeah. everybody knows about it. As a matter of fact, fucking Jimmy. The Buffett. last time I was down there, I I saw a place and they had temporary tattoo. Right? I'm like, oh, that'd be nice. 
get a temporary tattoo, right? And then I see this little girl, she's getting like a unicorn or something on her face. And I'm, boom, who do I see? Iron Mike. Tyson? I, no, he's one of, I'm like, yo, give me the Mike Tyson one. Oh, okay. Right? Boom. And she said, do you want temporary or henna? I'm like, of course, temporary. I, I didn't know. The temporary is temporary is tattoo ink. Whereas the henna will go away in, a, in like two days. I had that shit on for a week and a half. Oh. I went to my class reunion with it. I'm sure to you. But it was cool. It was like it was a it was a conversation piece. And 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 just like him, I I got used to it. And then it was like, yeah. And then it faded away on me, son. But I went to my class reunion. It's my high school class reunion was uh back in October. A buddy of mine called me, he says, You're coming to the reunion this year. I'm like, ah, if I'm in town. I'll come. He says, but you know, you, you're going to come to the 40th one? I'm like, yeah, when it come up. He goes, this is the 40th one. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, we just did the 21. Right? And I did, I graduated in 81. Isn't that crazy when you do the math? Yeah, man. What happened, Tony? When you see Mike Tyson in person, you don't even notice that tattoo. That's what's no, weird. I know, man. I, just, you don't, you have to like think about it. I, I saw his uh his that's he's the first one I watched, man, and and it was so good. And um, like, you know how people assume that he's not, but I'm like, that dude, the way he fights, he's 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 gotta he's gotta be smart. And then when he did comedy, his comedy special was better than like a lot of comedians. Oh, you mean that that one hour thing that he did where he talked about his life? Yeah, he did like a live show. Yeah, yeah. no, he's he's very smart. Yeah, man. Mike's very smart. He's just, you know, he's yeah. a professional boxer, and yeah. he's had a crazy-ass life. But you have to be intelligent to be able to perform under pressure the way he did. Yeah. Well, you have to be able to manage that. People yeah. think that, you know, that that's not hard to do. That's insanely hard to do. You're, he's And he's managing movement and speed and technique, and he's doing it all against the best boxers in the world at the, this time. And, and everybody was way bigger than him. Way bigger. I mean, Mike is only like an inch taller than me. I and, saw him in there. Yeah, he's not that tall. Maybe two inches taller than me. He might be like 5'10". And he's as wide as a fucking building. But when he was in his prime, the beautiful thing about that was that he would bob and weave and duck under shit. Like, people would be throwing punches and he was nowhere near them. I, I like He when, was so good. I like when he said, uh, that was good comedy timing when you said, yo, man, I saw this amazing video. You did this, you did that. You did that. He said, yeah, man, I was fucked up for a week after that. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I was like, that's me. Because people say, man, I saw you on Facebook riding your bike. He said, you really did like 100 miles? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but I was fucked up for the next week. I had sciatica and all this other. Well, you were talking to me about how you had your bike fitted to you. I didn't yes. know that you get bikes fitted. Yeah, I, well, I've been, I used to be a bike messenger, all that stuff. I always got like crossbars and stuff like that. And I just never thought about it. And because when you're a bike messenger, you stop and go and stop and go on all day long. But I was riding and I bought this bike in Dubai when I was over there in Dubai. And uh, the bikes are way cheaper because America marked them up 300%. So I got this really nice road bike. And Did you I'm, have to ship it over here? Yeah, I shipped it over. But you know, I, know. I was, you know, it came like golf clubs or something. You don't have to pay for it, you know. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm riding, and this other guy who's obviously a, a, a bicyclist, he goes, because I'm doing like this. He goes, "Hey man, that's a nice bike. 
You need to get it fitted. Like, what? I'm like, this is my height. I know what my, he's just, no, you need to get it fitted. And then he was like, showing me, he's like, you go get it fitted. I'm like, how much does that cost? He said, ah, between two and four, depends on where you go. I'm like, two and four hundred for somebody to tell me to adjust. But like she was saying out there, it's really intense. You're up on a machine and they're doing this and everything, the pedal stroke, like, like if your if your things on your pedals are not long enough, they'll either lengthen them or shorten them, and then you're, you're just every, so it's like a, a nice suit to wear. It's now because mm-hmm. you see them guys like right, them guys who ride in the park and go on your left, like yeah. thank you, <laughs> fuck you, you could have went around me, yeah. you just had to announce it. He's right there on your left, like that. So it does it. Professionals, yeah, dudes are really into it. Yeah, but because so it I, made a big difference though when they fitted it for you. Oh, uh, but I was already, already hurting. And the guy who did the fit, he says, bicycling is not supposed to hurt. <laughs> said, you should go to the doctor. And I was like, I want to go. I'm scared. But I didn't say that. So we getting sciatica. Yeah. So come to find out from the accident, you remember Angelo Lozada, rest in peace. Yeah. Angelo Lozada, Eric Nieves. We we did a show in Jersey one night, it was uh, like 2001, something like that. And we, you know, I'm in the back seat and we're driving and they're, they're speaking Spanish in the front. They're not arguing, but they're just, it's getting faster and faster and faster. <laughs> 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 and, and, and these girls are supposed to be following us. We run like two or three red lights. I'm like, yo, we all been drinking. We're in Jersey. Come on, you know, watch right. yourself. And next thing I know, I'm like, because <laughs> I'm hitting the ceiling. Cause we on the sidewalk, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus! Yeah, we hit it. We hit. Hey, Eric Neves. I'm. Yeah. That's cause I've been fucking with him for twenty years. But every every because this sciatica thing, this this whiplash thing is like cicadas. You know, I you, you've been injured before, and like mm-hmm. sometimes it just comes just back nice and smooth, man. You could get flipped off a. Of, chair or something like that boom nothing and then one day you reach for a pen and shit go ah right. cicadas are back motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> you know people eat cicadas i know now, a lot of people eat them they have recipes for them online i went down a rabbit hole on youtube and i started looking at like people cooking cicadas oh. They cook them in the oven. They had all these like uh, teriyaki mixes it would like brine mm. them and cover them in salt and bake them I don't know, man. They seem to be delicious. I've eaten uh, grasshoppers, hey, ch- the chocolate covered ants. I've and, had that. But the, the we did Okinawa one time, and we did uh, we me and Shang Forbes and Reggie McFadden, and I forgot who else. But they had street food on this kebab. You know, you mm, this is delicious, mm-hmm. and you in your mouth, you just feel a shape, right? Mm. And I spit it out, and it was like the the the, the side of a mouse, like long ways. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was a, you know what do, what do you like if he's like this right just his like he had been cut down the middle. I went right. Is he eating mice? And and I said something to the lady. She's like, what? <laughs> you you asked for the fucking mix, right? That's the mix. That's the mix, mice. bitch. That's the mix. <laughs> <laughs> chicken, beef, mouse, and 
Miles. Uh, oh, Dog was in there too. Oof. Yeah, every, but he was. Yeah, I'm opposed every, to that. I'll, that I'll eat a cat, there. but I won't eat a dog. That wait, you know how you go over there and you sit at the little things Indian style and you eat the street food and they yeah. just give you a whole bunch of samples and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was, was that was eating, the I was that was another time I was eating it. I'm like, oh, "This is good. What is this from right here?" And then she said something to the to the what's it called liaison. She like that, and he, and he go, "Do you have a pet?" Ooh, and I said. Okay, I'm not gonna eat no more of that. I don't want. I don't even want to fucking know. I don't, I just I don't want to know. I don't want to eat no more. Stop the conversation. <laughs> Stop the conversation. But I didn't get sick that time because that shit was delicious. But <laughs> it was just filling a fucking mouse in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. That's rough. I keep telling people how funny Reggie McFadden was. He still is. I saw him. I haven't on, seen um, him in forever. I saw him watch the Discovery Channel. What's he doing? Selling jewels, I guess. He was on the Discovery Channel selling jewels? Yep. But it was stand-up in the 90s? It was some people, and they're looking to buy some kind of jewels. Not diamonds, but whatever they're selling in wherever this part of Africa he is, right? Oh, like in the ground. Right, and the guy's got the camera. He's got the camera right here. The guy who's, he said, I can take you. And the guy says, you speak English? He said, I speak English very well, probably better than you. And we all know Reggie has perfect diction. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm so like, that was Reggie? Then, it was Reggie. Then they show him like, I'm like, yo! And then Reggie go, is that a camera? Like that, and they just kind of, I'm like, yo! So it was Reggie McFadden selling jewels in Africa. So he's that, in ta- that's where he's, he's at? A, yeah, he's in, is, I don't know if it's Tanzania or something, but I saw him, you, yeah, hit him on Facebook right but now. He hit you back. Is he doing stand-up? I don't know. I guess, you know. But jewel- isn't that shocking? You remember how good he was in the 90s? That motherfucker was a monster. Oh my god, what he did that. <laughs> like he's cause, cause he's like that people go, um, I didn't use a condom because she looked like she was cool. Right. She looked that was his joke. Uh, right. She looked like she, she was look cool. Sick. And he said the girl said, <laughs> stick it in. <laughs> and she go and he goes, it's dry. <laughs> 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 he had to see it live, right? Yeah, yeah, and I liked his other. What's the other one where he would drop the girl off in a rough neighborhood? Right, he go, he going, all right, baby, you be cool, all right. Hey, 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 y'all leave her. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> come back, stop it, leave her. She's not. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the bit he did about the pretty girl always has an ugly friend that's trying to break into the house yeah. and stop you from making out with her? Remember what are you he, doing? Yeah. <laughs> but he would do the whole thing. We would come crashing through the window. He would leap through the stage. He was so physical on yes. stage. And, and you Reggie, Reggie. Big dude. Big dude, man. Big he's dude. He was funny as fuck. I saw him at the Champagne Comedy Club in Mount Vernon. In Mount Vernon, mm-hmm. New York. And uh, it was a club that I couldn't work out because he had to be squeaky clean. Uh-huh. So I was with my friend John Tobin. John Tobin opened for Reggie. And I remember watching Reggie and thinking, like, this motherfucker is going to be the yeah. biggest star in the world. He, he was killed. murdered. I mean, thunderous, thunderous and, laughter. And they remember he was on a Dr. Pepper commercial? I don't remember that. That was that was way back. That was like for a comedian to get something like that. You said, right. you know, I'm a pepper, you're a pepper. Wouldn't you like to be <laughs> yeah, a pepper, I don't think he, had a, he didn't have a part. He just like... <laughs> 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 but everybody's like, yo, look where you been fed. Yeah. It's my man. Him and Warren and everybody, yeah. It was a, a great time. That time in the 90s in New York. 
such an interesting time because so many good comics were there. You know, that's why I first saw Chappelle. He was 19. Well, first I first saw him at uh, Catch Rising Star. See that? That's when I was I was gone. I was uh, doing my duty, or whatever. And like uh, Warren Hutchison and um, and Dave, they all came up to New York. Everybody came up. As a matter of fact, there's someone just did a documentary. They did. They did a documentary. It's just, it's a sizzle. I'll let you see it. And um, send it to Jamie. Okay, Can and it's uh, airdrop it? and and they got the yeah they got the uh, they got the love scene with me and Wanda. What is it? Yeah, yeah, you gotta see it now. It's just a whole bunch of little clips of uh, of the of all the comedians back in the day um, from DC. Here it is. Wanda came from DC too. Yeah. Oh, I didn't okay, know I, that. How do I how do I send this to you? Do you got airdrop? Yeah, I got send that. it. Do you see Jamie Vernon? Yeah. Do you see that? Yeah, it'll say like my MacBook Pro or something like that. This is an iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, that yeah. might be me. And it's all it's it's Dave, it's Tommy Davidson, it's uh the fat doctor, you know, Lewis uh Lewis Black. Yeah. Uh what's her name? What's the girl's name? Lewis Black came from DC? Yeah, Patton Oswald. Um uh, Patton came from DC too. Wow. As, as a matter of fact, the last the last show I did before I went to the Gulf War was me, Patton Oswald. <clears throat> And a guy named Roger Mercy. Hmm. Yeah. I was, I used to call him Patton Boggs. Because did, did ever sorry. Hmm? Good. You just call him that why? Because I was a bike messenger and there's a big law firm called Patton Boggs. Uh. So I always called him Patton Boggs. <laughs> it's like just nobody knew but him and me. <clears throat> there it is. Rise of stand up comedy watch DC. Now where where was everybody out of? Were they out of the improv? No. Back then it was uh the uh, the Comedy Cafe, oh. which had the Archie Ball strip club on the bottom floor. Give me some volume, Jamie. When I was a comedian starting out in Washington, D.C. This brother, you know, started out in the D.C. area. Coming to the stage from my hometown, the nation's capital. D.C. is the mecca for stand-up comedy, because if you're good, you're good in this town. Oprah Winfrey started that weight loss mess. Huh? <laughs> Remember she kept on saying she didn't lose weight, old man was going to leave her? Oh, yes. $80 million, he ain't going no damn way. <laughs> If DC being the mecca of comedy is a phrase coined by the great Andy Evans, then it must be so. The volumes of solid acts that we've turned out over the years. Black woman won't get mad at you for three months because she'll store. There's just a central information stream here in DC that's not like other city. Black folks in DC is just straight up funny. God, look, how are you doing? So many people who are big names now are from out of this area. We had to have that, that inner yes. humor, man, for the doldrums of other things that were being shot at us, because that helped you with girls, too, you know? Caucasians ran comedy. You had to be better to excel. I said, a brother with 400 million can't keep a bitch. A brother with a hundred dollars ain't got a shot. Dave Chappelle, Martin, Wanda Sykes, we were all really young. We got in Garvin's, we got in the Comedy Cafe, and we performed. DC being the mecca of comedy is, is self-explanatory. I was just in the men's bathroom. I don't know which one of you gentlemen used it. And I'm no doctor, but you got around three months left. All the biggest stars. I'm married to a white French woman, and I have two white kids. Fucked up my legacy. Whoa. What's the deal, Pickles? Is everything kosher? All around funny, 
cats, man. Right, and like you always know who gonna die first? <laughs> the Virgo. That's the good thing about us, maybe, because we live a white collar, blue collar life simultaneously. We come up knowing the principles of comedy, like what really makes you funny, not just one joke. And you're here for a comedy show, you could, you could walk up on, on a show that might have a couple of people you heard of. If you took all the comedians out of D.C., it'd be a dent in the industry. All these great talents in D.C., you know, what's in the water here? What, what happens that, that you can create a Tommy Davidson, Dave Chappelle, uh, Chris Paul, Huggy Lowdown? You fuck around, don't have fun today, be in the morning, wake up in front of God, and be like, should've had fun last night, nigga. How New York is the mecca of basketball. You know, we feel like we're the mecca of comedy. A ton of like live albums will be recorded here. If you were dark skinned, people just start joning on you. <laughs> <laughs> and I use my wit as a defense mechanism to push them back. DC comedy is amazing because it comes on so many different levels. We just breed funny people, and I don't know if it's that is so many of us there. DC always had, to me, the roughest crowds. Either they gonna love you, or you won't, you gotta go. DC area has the most educated concentration of African Americans in the country. The DC comics tend to be smart comedians. That was one of the things I always aspired to be. I can name 10, 10 famous comedians, legendary comedians from this area but they all got different styles. We have a great city in Washington. We never get credit. We get blamed for all the politicians, but we never get credit for the great talent that comes out of here. If there's a battle, we're in the finals. The same way people say New Orleans is the home of jazz, I say DC is the home for stand-up comics. So is this out? The mecca of comedy? The yeah, rise of stand-up comedy in Washington, D.C.? That's just DC? the sizzle that the guy, his is name it, is Parrish. Right, but is it, uh, is it completed? Is the film out now? I don't know. I did my interview. <clears throat> How long ago was that? Mm, I don't know, man. <laughs> <Tony>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. It was, it was in the summer. I did it, yeah. So, I mean, the sizzle is, is dope. I like that. Well, I, it's it's undeniable that DC's produced a lot of fucking talent. Some yeah. amazing talent has come out of that one area. How many clubs are in the in the DC area? Now it's uh, the the Draft House. They have the Arlington Draft House, the DC Draft House. Uh, they have the DC Improv. They have uh, the Comedy Loft, which is it looks like the cellar, and it's got like two levels. So that's cool. Um, and then there's comedy nights everywhere. And then up in Baltimore, you have Magoobies, and you have uh, the Comedy Factory. And then and all in between, there are comedy nights all over the place. So, so there's just like a whole scene. Yeah, there's a it, lot of it, it always was. Work. It just kind of fizzled a little bit. And I think it's just resurging with Netflix and stuff like that. People go, I want to see that joke alive. Mm -hmm. you know? and, and, and I think the internet guys got the audience re-interested in us because mm. the internet guys, everybody loved to go see them, and then they say, wow, that, that's all you got? Because they don't realize when they see a little funny skit that lasts 15 seconds, and then they go pay their money to go see this guy, and that's all he got, right. 15 seconds. So people go, well, I want to see some comedy comedy. So bang. So I think they got re-interested in us. They're doing a lot of that now at some of these improvs where they have like a, a TikTok star will come come on because they can get a bunch of people to come yeah. see them, but they don't have an act. Yeah. 
but they'll fill out the place. They'll yeah. sell out multiple nights in a row. Because my son said about some uh, comedian like that. He goes, I laughed by him, man. Me and my coworkers laughed by him all day at work, Dad. Do you know him? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know this guy. And then I see what he's talking about. And it is funny as I don't know what. It's fucking seven seconds long. Right, <laughs> <laughs> and, so like, and they just keep passing around. Look, and and then I'm like, and yeah. uh, and you're gonna pay fifty dollars to go see that guy? I'm like, what other videos you got? You got some other stuff. You got some other stuff there. I'm like, you know, all together, just about two minutes of funny. <laughs> well, there was, there was comedians that uh, what the girl's name is Angela Johnson was the girl that did that um, nail salon bit, right? Is it was Angela Johnson? She, the Vietnam Vietnamese nail salon bit. When she was uh, a middle act, she was so popular that people would come to see her and leave before the headliner. Wow. So they were coming to see her, but she, you know, only was doing comedy a short period of time. But her this bit that she had where she was imitating a Vietnamese nail salon lady was so good that people would come to see her. Wow. You got a version of it? It just has 32 million <clears throat> views on YouTube. 32 million. <laughs> million. Watch this. It's fucking great. It's a really good bit, but the point is, like, when she was just a middle act, she was doing this. This is her. Angela Johnson. It's actually Angela oh, Johnson. It's very Latina, right? I. No, it's not at all, actually. Could you imagine introducing me to speak at the Mexican American Heritage Festival? Señores y señores, bienvenido a mi amiga Angela Nicole Johnson. Hi, um, excuse me, it's John Sones. Yeah. Go to the, the Vietnam thing. We, I don't want to watch the whole thing. Well, it's, it's the whole thing. Like yeah, it's like an uncut version of it. I don't know where exactly uh, it cuts. Try it right there, right there. Barkley. You take him with you, huh? Nope. Yeah, see? She ride you up. Uh, as soon as I walk in, they greet me right away. Hi, honey, what you need today? Oh, um, can I get my nails done? Okay, honey, do you lie pedicure too? <laughs> uh, no, no, just my nails. Honey, why you don't lie? <laughs> pedicure, it may look nice, it's so sexy. It's better for you. Oh, oh, all right, sure, then I'll get a pedicure too, thanks. Okay, honey, sit down, number six, my link, she do for you, good job, only $20 a month, that's okay, sit down. Oh, okay, thanks. So my Ling starts doing my nails right away. Um, by the way, her American name is Tammy. <laughs> Tammy. <laughs> you have boyfriend? <laughs> um, no, no, I don't, I don't have a boyfriend. Honey, why you don't have? <laughs> you look so pretty, like model. <laughs> Cheerleader, something pretty. <laughs> you like long or short nail? Uh, short nails, please, thanks. Oh, honey, that's why you don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I do for you, long better. All right, fine, I'll have long nails, thanks. It's okay, honey, only $4 more, that's okay. We get it. Well, yeah, but it's a, it's a great bit, but the point, is, and it gets better, but the point is, like, that bit was... It was like a closer bit, and she got famous off of YouTube from that bit, and Boom. she was a middle act. But they, she was selling out the venue. <laughs> they were coming to see her. But, they were coming to see her, and the headliner would go up, hey, how's everybody doing tonight? And they'd, 
people what about, get up and what leave. about Chris Tucker, man? When he did his first Def Jam, man, he he, I think he, I think he had he he, he didn't have that much time, but he had ten minutes that was fire, fire. Like, yeah, that you know when he go, hey man, yeah. <laughs> it was like, you robbed my mom. He did. Something like he, he tried to rob somebody. It was his mom. I forgot how it go. What you doing pictures of my brothers in your pocketbook? Well, there's guys that like were coming up that had like a great middle set. Yeah. And then they had a headline. So they had to stretch that middle set out to an hour. So they had to take that 25-minute set and make an hour out of it. But he he had a... I, I, would, I, was, I would describe Chris' first Def Jam set as an Ed Sullivan set. Because mm, back in the day, you right. see guys on Ed Sullivan, and boom. To you at home, you think he did like an hour, but it was just two and a half minutes. Right. But boom, that joker was selling out all over the place. And, I remember, and my mom and him said, we're going to go see such and such. He was on Ed Sullivan. Right? Do you remember when Eddie Griffin did HBO when he had shorts on? What Was that Was that Def Jam that he did? Yeah, when he had the... the, the yeah. Did Michael, when he did Michael Jackson... That's, yeah, that's the one he The said. one when he came out with shorts on. When he said about cocaine? I think it was, but I, I just remember the power of the set. I don't remember yes, the content, he, it, but I remember he murdered I, I so was there. fucking he, hard. He smashed that. And he had so much energy back then. What, you he remember was, he, did, he did Michael Jackson? He did the, th he did the, the thing about uh, cocaine. He said cocaine is like a prolific drug. He says, cause he says you snort cocaine and go... I want to talk to somebody who's not here. Yeah, that's <laughs> and that's the guy who invented bit. the yeah. Yeah, I, that's a great Invented bit. the telephone. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk to somebody who's not even not here. here. Yeah. So that's <laughs> cool, yeah. And I was there the day that Bernie did his thing, and um, that was like a matinee show, like two in the afternoon. So the crowd just wasn't like, uh. And Angela Means went on. A friend of mine, Butch Burns, who's also from D.C., he went on. Eh, it didn't, because I think I wouldn't say Butch bomb. But Butch stood there as if he was in a club, like as if he was at the cellar. He just had right. his hand on the mic stand, you know, just, hey, he said, what's up? Like, no, son, this ain't the spot for that, man. Right. <laughs> you got to come out on, yeah, you, yeah. you got to come out on some Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, even I'm laid back, but when you see me on Def Jam, no. Well, I came out. When Bernie came out and goes, I'm not afraid of none of you motherfuckers. Yeah. I ain't for kick it. Boom. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, boom. He just was... took it off. When Cause, Bernie cause they had were, power. I know, but they were like, you know, because there was blood in the water. Yeah. And they, they, were they, got, they was like, ooh, we're going to boo him too. <laughs> he said, uh-uh, not today, motherfucker. No, Bernie had power. I saw Bernie at the Comedy Connection at Faneuil Hall. And uh, I walked in while he was on stage, and he was murdering, yeah. man. Just waves of people just moving through the audience with laughter, like falling out of their chairs. Just kill, and, killing. And, and he, like his his speech, his the way he talked was like when I hear my grandfather and his friends talk. Yeah. Like all this, like it was like he was from back in time, some, I'm a bush in your head. Like that, that's, yeah. old, that's old man shit. Yeah. Like, until you see the white me. When I see you, it's going to be a misunderstanding. <laughs> so just like that, you know, instead of, I'm going to kick your ass. Like, boom. He was, yeah, I love that dude. He was something else. Those were some hot sets on uh, Def Jam back then, man. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You, uh, when, what year did you start? Um, the third Thursday in May of '86. '86. That was the the height, right? That was like the when comedy, like the '80s mm. boom. '80s boom. I went in the first time in 1983. 
Mm. I was in the Navy and um and one of my guys, he was like thirty years old and I was I was like I was like uh, eighteen. So to me, he was a grown genius man. He he told me how funny I was because uh, Eddie Murphy was on the cover of Time magazine with a red baseball cap, doing like this. And he said, "You could do that, Woods." I'm like, "I wouldn't wear that cap." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "He's like, nah, man, you could you could, you could do that." You could. I'm like, "I'm like, what are you talking about?" So he went as far as to call the Comedy Cafe, is where's me and Dave and all of us started out in D.C. He called him up, set up. He said, go down there, man, you know, do things. Just talk about the same shit you talk about here at work, man. I'm telling you. I go down there, and it was the first live comedy show. Kevin Lee, who juggles, you know him? He no. juggles. Anyway, he, he was there. And you've seen jugglers on TV, and, and they always go, oh, my God, that's amazing. Oh, my God, that's so amazing. He juggling this and that. And he juggled, and Bam! Motherfucker dropped the bowling ball. What? That was the funniest shit I ever seen. Because <laughs> I thought he did it on purpose. Because <laughs> it went, bam! Everybody jumped and shit. And he just kind of picked it up real quick and kept juggling. And I was like, and then everybody else was going. Everybody was like, to me, everybody was fucking super funny. And then I remember, um, uh, uh, what's his name? He just passed away. Uh, William Stevenson. Mm, okay. William Stevenson was the MC. And he said, uh, Next, we have another funny human being. Remember, he used to always say, funny human yeah. being. He says, It's a new guy, Tony Woods. And everybody started clapping. And me too. I was clapping too, like, Where's Tony Woods? Because I'm not going up there, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not ready for this. So I didn't go on stage again for three more years, man. And when I did go, me and my buddy Vance used to go to the comedy club. And every week, I put my name on the list, chicken out. But we sit and hear a little, hear some jokes. So the next morning, my wife would say, how was it last night? Because me and Vance would hang out in the comedy club for maybe 30 minutes for it, and then go to ladies night at this nightclub. And then, you know, so um, in the morning, she would go, how was it last night? She was good. She said, what you talk about? So I was like, oh, I did my thing about how girls look like a cockatoo. Right? And she go, oh, that's pretty good. You know what I mean? It, it, whatever I heard that caught my ear that night, I would tell her. And I remember she was brushing her teeth one time, and I said, somebody else a joke. And she go, that was funny. And she didn't laugh. She go, that was funny. I'm like, okay. She starts to tell everybody that I'm doing comedy. And everybody's like, yeah, we want to come see you. I'm like, ah, oh, man, well, you know, you don't want to come down there. It's, it's be so late at night. Fuck it. Then one day, it was the third Thursday in May, and she said, the executives are going out of town. We don't have to work tomorrow. So... Your mom's gonna keep the baby, and I'm going with you. Fucking heart was beating so fast. Like, oh my God. I'm like, you know what? I was thinking, man, you could just, we need to spend time together. We just had, since my mom got the baby, we just have like, you know, a little blockbuster night, you know, just, no, I'm going to the comedy. I wanna see you. Oh, oh. That was a long day, Joe. Because all day long, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? What the fuck am I going to do? So I write, write down stuff. I forget everything I wrote down. But we go down there. While we're sitting there watching the other comedians, she would nudge me. She'd go, he's doing your joke. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> like no. Like other comedians. And I'm like, no. I said, no. The comedians, they get together and, and, they, and they share jokes. <laughs> I just said, <laughs> but then they called me up. I forgot what I was going to say. I said, uh, you guys look good. 
you guys smell good. And then this guy in the front says, his leg is shaking because my leg was shaking. And I said, hey, your stomach's shaking. And I said, hey, but don't worry about it, man. I used to be fat, too. And then I said, I was a whopping 70 pounds. And I said, but I was only this tall. And the rest, I guess God sent it to me because I did this whole bit about setting my mom's bed on fire and all this other shit, my cat talking to me. Oh, it was just bang, bang, bang. And I remember before I went on stage, the fat doctor that night was the host, and the fat doctor said, where do you want your light? And I said, like, right in the front. Because, <laughs> you know, I didn't know what the fuck that right, meant. Right, like, right, Like, where do you want your light means you want a two-minute light, three-minute light, right. four-minute light. He said, well, hey, man, where do you want your light at? I'm like, like, right in the front. That's, that's good. And I remember him looking at me like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. So, but I went up and I killed, and then bang, the light came on. Said, "Good night, Tony Woods." Like that, right? <laughs> Just ran off, and everybody was taking Martin Lawrence and Pierre and all them shaking my hands. Every day using comedy stuff, like, "Hey, man, good set," and all this. I'm like, "I," you know, and I, and I, I sat there and was kind of short lived. Cause I sat down with my wife, my and my boy Vance, and my boy Vance said, "I told you, I told you, I told you," which he kind of was almost telling her that this is his first time. But he was telling me, but he didn't, he didn't, he didn't say that. Didn't and actually say it. The next guy that came on was a professional. He says, "From the pro side, we got this guy." And he went up. He wasn't doing so good because I had fucking ripped. First time. First time. Cause I was nervous, and, and then I, then then she said, "You need to tell them that they need to stop paying you up in here, huh?" <laughs> she said, "You have been coming here for over six months." And you one of funniest ones tonight. You need to go back there and tell them other comedians to give you some money. Oh no! I said, well, we, you know, I, I could do it next week. You know what I'm saying? She said, no, because they all back there. I'm like, okay. So I went. I walked. I walked in the back. And good thing the guy you saw, Andy Evans, who was like the Godfather. It's a good thing he was there. Cause I was like, I said, Yo, what's up, man? How I get paid up? And he goes, Huh? I said, I, I, how do I get paid? He goes, oh, hold on. I'll be right back. I'm going to go get the guy who can pay you. I'm like, okay. Like, yeah. Because I look right. back at her like, yeah, I got this shit. <laughs> I got this shit. Boom, him and all the other comedians. Because they're back on the stairwell. They're all behind the bar. They all come up and go, what's up, brother? What you say again? I said, because everybody's looking at me. I'm like, I said, I said, um, you know, how um like how do you get paid to do comedy in here? He go, No, no, that ain't what you said. You said, hey motherfucker, how I get paid. Like <laughs> he said, he just overdid it. He said, I grabbed him in the car and said, bitch, you better give me some money or something like that. I'm like, nah, they do. And they all started laughing. And then I never forget, they was all laughing. And then cause they knew it was my first time. Right. And then Fat Doctor came and he goes, Whoa, hold up, wait a minute. What's your name, man? I said, Tony Woods. He goes, yeah, man. That, that was you up there, wasn't it? I'm like, yeah. He goes, I'm going to tell you something, man. Look, what you did tonight, do that about 500 more times, then come back in and talk to us. Get the fuck out of my face. Oh, <laughs> I was no. like, ah. Oh. And they were all laughing. And I went back over there with my wife. And she said, so what they say? Because they, they must like what they like you because they still laughing. Fuck them. <laughs> they, was all, they all still remember that. They was all back there laughing and just having a good time. But How long was it before you started getting paid? 
As a matter of fact, that guy Andy Evans put me on a TV show two months later. It was a public access show. I didn't get paid, but, but from the public access show, I got paid. It was me, Warren Hutchinson, Wanda Sykes. Um, no, Wanda wasn't there yet. It was uh, Robin Montague, uh, Tommy Davidson, a lot of us. But me and Warren and Martin Lawrence were open micers. And, and so the, the real comedian was like, what are they doing here? Because <laughs> we were sitting there like first day of school, the three of us like, when do I go on? When do right. I go on? Yeah, so but but we all did we all did well. That was public access and uh, but yeah, we've been rocking ever since. Again. What? How many years in do you think were you a professional? Like how many years did it take before you started I, getting paid? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah, it didn't take me years. I um, I did the TV show and then I would just go on stage and just go to sleep. Like other people were writing jokes, I wasn't. I was just talking about stuff that had happened to me and just twisting it around and doing this. So one year in, this guy's in the audience from BET, and he he says, that was great, I want you to be on this TV show called Tell Me Something Good. I'm like, okay. He says, game show, and it's on BET. I'm like, what's that? He goes, Black Entertainment Television. I remember I laughed, and he gave me his card. I'm like, yeah, I said, this shit would be cool as shit. You know, if it, if it was, because there was no cable TV in D.C. at that time. Oh. So the next day, my my dispatcher calls me and said, yo, 777777, you're going to drop off your packages to set to another courier because you got you to gotta, uh, give your wife a landline. You got to go home emergency. I'm like, oh, shit, what the fuck? And she says, yo, I checked the messages. She said, a guy named Stu Perkins from Black Entertainment Television calls you and he wants you on the show today. I'm like, yeah, that clown talking about, she says, you never heard of that? I'm like, what, what the fuck is that? I'm like, we got a network? <laughs> she, <laughs> for real? <laughs> and so I, I went home, boom, boom, got changed, went down to Duke Street in Virginia and, and did it. It was a live taping of a, a game show called Tell Me Something Good. And people would actually call in and answer the question. It was like on a maybe a 10-second delay. You you know you couldn't do that now. Everybody would be cursing and stuff right. like this. This is like 1988. And then, Joe, right after that, there's a contest uh, called the National Lampoon Comedy Playoffs. right? It, nationwide. Leslie Nielsen was the host out in Vegas and did that. And... You only had to have uh, seven minutes. Boom. I smashed that shit and went, <laughs> <laughs> went to Vegas and met Leslie Nielsen. And, and that's when my gambling problem started. <laughs> we, okay, this is a good thing. So we check into the Sahara's not even there no more. So my last name is Woods. That's a W. Everybody had their rooms. Boom. And the lady said, well, you know, you would, so we're going to have to put you on such and such floor, right? Because this is back in the day when only a few people had the, car, the magnetic thing. I had to, so I had to stick it in the elevator to go up to my floor. I had the double doors. I'm like, what? It looked like the fucking room in Hangover. Wow. Like, what the fuck? And so everybody knows that I'm only two years in on comedy, something like that. So they said, poolside interview. I get down there, I'm talking to the, all the working comedians. Like, yo, man, you see the room? They like, hmm, first time in a hotel, buddy? <laughs> like, you know, like, I'm like, fuck, these dudes stay in rooms like this all the time? <laughs> right? And, and then, so we all hang out and then uh, say, yo, and everybody's like, yo, we're going to go get, I said, yo, we can, 
go to my room. I got I got beer and wine and stuff in my room and sodas and what you went shopping? Like, mm -hmm. It's in my room. And we go upstairs and, they, and I stick the card key in and we go up to the floor. I got the double doors going. Everybody's like, what the fuck? <laughs> that is when the rumor started that I was a shoe in. I was fucking around, going around pretending I didn't know anything about comedy. Uh. Like, I was like, hey man, so what comedy club do you, who do I call to get to that comedy club? Do I send them a tape like that? Because that was really me. But they were like, yeah, what the fuck you doing? Like they, like it was a and then on top of that I fucking ripped on the thing so they like yeah it's a motherfucker they thought it was a setup that was a setup so they, they th thought you were just a long time pro and yeah. it was all bullshit and, yeah I was bullshitting and them. you were a rig guy yeah yeah they, like I was like I was a, a shoe in and I was just in there yeah but I, I was I was I was actually a new dude. The, one of the things that people have always asked me about you, they go, where's his specials? Like, how come he doesn't have specials out? Because mm -hmm. so many people talk about how funny you are, but they go, how do I see him? Mm -hmm. how, do, you, do you have any specials? Have you put out any specials? I did, I did, a, I did a special uh, in Australia some years ago by accident. It was <laughs> <laughs> it was on the comedy channel. They still talk about it in Australia. That's the first time me and Greer Barnes went over there the first time. And I was the last one, right? You're supposed to do seven minutes, TV taping. I was the last one. I was smashing that shit, killing. And boom, the after you hear the, the, the announcer go, ladies and gentlemen, Tony Woods. Because I had done 25 minutes. Oh, so he said it while you were on stage Yeah, because I was killing it. I wasn't going to stop. But it worked out. Like, you ever see that movie, Old Brother Wild Thou? Yeah. So the rest of the festival, me, Greer Barnes, Renee Hicks, and this, uh, Sue, I think Sue Miller or Sue Murphy, we were there. And I was supposed to be the headliner. I just, it just wasn't hitting. It just, I just, I could do other people's show. I could go to Joe's show and rip. But in my show, it just, I was like, fuck. I just, I couldn't get it. And everybody's like, is this the guy? Then they said, do you want to go on the road? So we're going to go on the road. And they have A tour, B tour, C tour. So they put me on a tour. And since my shows weren't all that good, they had me in the opening spot. Like they have an MC, one, two, uh, uh, what do you call it, intermission, and then, and then one or two more guys. And did you ever see Old Brother Wild there with yeah. George Clooney? Yeah. And remember they had been on the run, they were doing all this other shit, mm -hmm. and then they snuck on, they was gonna get a gig, and they walked out on stage, and they said, the Soggy Bottom Boys, everybody went, ah! Cause the shit had aired on television, the set that I had done, oh. when I was talking about the, the nursery rhymes, not nursery rhymes, but I was talking about like Lil Ray Riding Hood and all that, you know, like, uh, what's her name, the, 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 the criminal girl. You know, the, okay, the, the, the one where I say the girl has, a, she, she walks into the gate, that's trespassing. She never knocks. She's twisted. That's unlawful entry. And it's, it's, bitch, you got a lot of charges. Then she sit down to eat the food. She go, ooh, this food too hot. Bitch, this ain't your food. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here, you know? And so it's a whole long story right, right. that I do with that. And, um, dude, I had like a two to three minute standing ovation applause break. Wow. Because everybody's like, that's the guy. It's the soggy bottom boys. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
And then that, and then so boom, no one could follow that. So boom, the next night they go, well, we'll have you close the first half. Okay, boom. And then so at, I was closing the show, and they had a group act. They had a, a guys who, a three men who juggle and do all the, all, I had to close the fucking show behind them because every little town we was going in in Australia, they was going. I walk out there and go, wow. ah, the, the road managers was going, okay, everybody get ready. Like that, because I would walk out of small towns and they just go. <sighs> From this one accidental comedy special. Yeah. Now, comedy. how come you didn't do more after that? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've been doing comedy 30 plus years. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's you a, are the one of the best comics ever that doesn't have a special. Mm. Oh, no, yeah, I did no the, you're the best the comic ever that doesn't have a special. Shorts. How about that? Oh, wait, I did, I did the Comedy Central special. Remember that? Oh, when was that? I think that was 2000 or 2001, something like that, Comedy Central. And was that a half hour or I a think 20 hour? minutes. 20 Me, minutes? Zach Fernakalakaris, and um, the Sklar brother. <laughs> Zach Alphanakis? Yeah, my guy. <laughs> I got speech impediment, Zach. He know him. <laughs> Me. Because his name just keeps going. Yeah, when I you say it, you say Zach Fernakalakaris. Yeah, it keeps yeah, going. Yeah, keep going, man. It's like heavy D, the bone, D, 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 D. Yeah, but you haven't done like an hour special. Nah, it was yeah. me, Zach, the Sklar brothers, and Tom Papa. Oh, and we, I love Tom Papa. Yeah, we did that. And because Tom Papa to me is, uh, what's his name? Jack Benny. Yeah, oh, very hi. similar. Yeah. yeah, Tom Papa looks yeah. like he belongs in another time era Yeah, what's, when he's on stage. What was the black dude with Jack Benny? Was this Roscoe or Winchester? Oh, I don't. I never watched that show. Who he had the? It, it was Benny. it was black. It was black comedy, but it, black people didn't like it. But it was uh, it was funny shit. <laughs> he said because he would say shit like, he say Roscoe, you know. I think I see the bear. Give me the rifle, Roscoe. Give me the rifle. And then he looked back. <laughs> Roscoe's like, I'm in the car, boss. <laughs> like that. Just, just it was very bad. But it was very. This is it right it here. Was time. Boom, that's him. That's the black dude right there. What's his name? What was his name? Rochester. Rochester Anderson. Rochester Anderson. Died in 1977. Wow. Yeah. Jack Benny. Yeah. And look at it. It looked like Tom Papa standing there, doesn't it? A little bit. Yeah. yeah that easily yeah, can be yeah. Tom Papa. See, got the Tom. See, look at that down the bottom. See, that's Tom Papa right there. If you took Tom Papa and shoved him in another time, he'd fit right in in the Jack Benny era. There's a lot of dudes like that that seem yeah. like so. Look at that. Rochester look a little bit like Roy Wood Jr. a little bit right look there. Look at Jack Benny with Marilyn Monroe. Where? Right there. Is that Jane Mansfield? No, that's Marilyn Monroe. That's Marilyn Monroe. God damn, she was hot. Mm. Whew. Look at it. He got mm. that, I hit that look. Mm. Look at He got that look like he, you know, he done something. Something terrible. Look at him. Mm. He's gripping her waist, too. Yeah. Did he date her or something? It looked like he hit it. There's, it seems like there were uh, it a lot like of pictures of them it. together. I'm suspicious. Her waist is small for a titties being big. That's natural. That's like no no gym time at all. Uh, Women didn't even know you could exercise back that then. That motherfucker looked like Dracula when he was younger, though. Oh, right there? Yeah. Totally. Oh, on the news, on NBC radio. Isn't that wild, man, that people used to do comedy on the radio? They used to do, like, sketches and shit on the radio. You know who else has that old-timey voice? Uh, Dan Natterman. 
Okay. Yeah. 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 He uh, did you ever see that movie about Sea Biscuit and the guy who was doing the announcers? No. What do you say there? Why do I... yeah. the guy from Shameless? He was the voice in that movie about the the horse. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I watch too much movies. But Joe, I tell you, my career has kind of been like uh, Forrest Gump, the character Forrest Gump. You know, people always go, "What happened?" You know, but. Everything that happened, like a lot of the big shit that happened in comedy, I, I was right there. I, I don't know what happened. I was I was right there. And then people, like, rem- remember when Forrest said, so one day I just started running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he don't know why people's following him. Like, people right. go, oh, my God, you've influenced so many people. Oh, right. like, I don't know why the fuck they following me, dog. Like, it's not. I'm not just leaving my special. I'm not just leaving my... Successful film career. I'm not just leaving my uh, my sitcom career. I'm not leaving none of that shit. I'm just running. <laughs> my pockets is just following me. And then they they hang on they hang on my words. Sometimes I'm just talking in my own head. Really, remember when uh, when the guy came up and the the, the, the mud splash and he's he's and he says shit and then he says it happens like that. Yeah. And it's been times when I've run into comedians and go, yo, I will never forget the time that you said to me. Because, you know, the guys, they come up, I say, yo, good set, man. They go, you liked it? I'm like, son, you changed my life. Right? Which is better than, like, some comedians would go, you need to get out of the business. Right. As a matter of fact, somebody said that to him, to that guy who who's, who plays Eddie Murphy's son in the new um What's his name? Damon? Jamin? Jamal? I forgot his name. I know him, though. He he's plays from, Damon Wayne? No, he no, plays Eddie Murphy's son? No, he plays Eddie Murphy's son in the new Coming to America. I don't know who that is. But anyway, he's, from, he's from D.C. too. Oh, okay. And I remember when he had first moved to New York, and he just called me up one day, just kind of, he said, man, do you think I moved to New York too soon? You think? And he used those exact words, and we both know who the fuck said that. He said, do you think I need to get out the business? And I was like, man, fuck that dude. Who said it? You know, who who used to always say that? He need to get out the business. Patrice? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> who? Who said it? You know who used to say that. No. Where we, we go? Chick-fil-A? Did you get any chicken fingers at Chick-fil-A? Well, then I don't know, because I don't like this, this disrespect the dead. I don't know what you're saying. You'll figure it out soon. <laughs> no, I did what no, you're talking man, about. Don't worry about man. Sometimes my jokes okay. in the future. Okay, <laughs> we don't have to talk about yeah. it. But did it ever occur to you that like, man, I need to get out like an hour special because so many people would come to see you just based on other people's recommendations, mm. based on having seen you before. I mean, you always did well. But Everybody some, loved you. So, sometimes I'll have an amazing two and a half hour set, and some little clever guy just did the Dead Crow. Right, and then I'll be somewhere big, and they'll be like, "Yeah, he was good. <laughs> he was good, yeah." But I, but when it's like when it, yeah, man, I don't know, I don't know what this is. But, but I know, but it, I know you're working on a special right now. Yeah, they are, and and that's what because they keep saying, "Hey, man, you ready?" I'm like, no, "I was fucking ready when you asked me the first time." Who are you doing it with? The the only time I wasn't ready. And ironically enough, the goddamn special was called They Ready. <laughs> <laughs> goddamn, no, I'm not right now. 
Because that's when Tiffany called and said, yo, doing this Day Ready special, come on, get on. Because she said, these guys been around, blah, blah. But at that point, we had been sitting still, dude. I had, you know, I was driving for Grubhub, you know, just... just this is during COVID? During COVID. And, I, like, I was in Amsterdam because David gave me a shout-out on... um on the Mark Twain Award, and things right. just started popping. Things started popping, man. And I was over there, and Amsterdam was a guy named James Ulcher. I was doing Caroline's. Okay, yeah. I mean, you know, boom, just killing it. And uh, that I came back I came back on a Sunday. Shit closed down on, I think, that Monday over there. Then that weekend, I went to uh, Minneapolis. And then, that. so that was my last gig before that. And I just jumped right on and started working with Grubhub. And I forgot the point I was making, Joe. But you were talking about they ready. Oh yeah, they ready. So, <laughs> so, so it's it's like, and then she called me up. It's like boom. And I'm like, I ain't that ready, you know. I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not that. I was not that ready. I had gotten so comfortable, like, and imagine in over thirty years, that was the first time I slept in the same bed for more than. Fuck ten days. Wow. Yeah, for more than for more than ten days. Well, it was like three months. I slept in the exact same bed, no matter where I went, and snuck around and did some little dirty COVID shows. I still still came back to the same house and washed my hands real vigorously. Like, <laughs> oh, hope I don't make y'all sick, but I need these streets. I need yeah. these streets. The only time I got nervous if I get the test is when I went to Yellow Springs. And oh, Dave's like, yeah, show. man, what y'all here, man, you got to do this. And that night, went to this little shit in D.C. in the alley. Like, shh, everybody go in there. Don't say nothing. Lock the door. Doing comedy in there. Everybody's inside. You can't smoke outside. You smoke outside. Somebody's going to see, hey, what's going on over there? So right. lock the door. He's like little peephole. And then the next day, Dave flew us out to Yellow Springs. And I'm like, and, and you know, they give you the little, like, now if you test positive, uh... The, you know, don't take your shit out the car because it's going to take you right back to the jet. I was like, fuck. And everybody was there, Kevin and everybody was there. It was like, damn, man, I done fucked up. But you didn't get it. I didn't get it. Yeah, not going to win. That was, a, that, was a, that was the only time I was worried about it. You think you might have got it in January of 2020, though? I'm sure I got in January. I got yeah. in January at a New Year's Eve party in D.C. Yeah. And I made myself well because I had Caroline's for the first time in years. Oh, yeah, in years. You you know, you, sure. you, you remember Caroline's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I was there one time. I was hanging out with one of the guys who, who worked there. And we drinking because it was snowing, a big snowstorm. Snowing, and Rock was going to be there that night. But I stopped by like around 4 in the afternoon because I ain't got no show. After that, I was going to get on the train and go down to the Boston Comedy Con. So my man came and he's handicapped. Uh, you know, uh I ain't gonna say his name, but he's a very good friend of mine from Philadelphia. How many more hints you need? Anyway, he, he fell. That's not the funny part. He fell down the steps. Yeah, like in Eddie Murphy. Broom, 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 broom. Oh, I'm, all, no. I'm halfway down. Broom, 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 broom. And you know that landing at Caroline's? Yeah. Bam! I know. And like, you like, <gasps> but then we go, oh. When he said that, you like, you like, Man, I thought you, but he only had a cut over his eye, and we had been drinking. 
day drinking. I don't day drink, man. You know, sometimes you say shit you shouldn't say. Right. You don't say, fuck that shit. I sue Caroline's. Why you sitting in Oh, no. <laughs> Why you sitting in Caroline's drinking free liquor and eating free food? You don't say, yeah, yeah. fuck that. If I was you, motherfucker, I would sue. Like, yeah, that was, that was, why not? That's, when I get drunk, you have to spell my name backwards. <laughs> that motherfucker. That motherfucker. He don't know how to act, man. That motherfucker. I'm like, Tony didn't say that. Tony's a nice guy. I never say that. But that fucking why not? Why not say that? And then nobody ever said anything except for Barry. Barry said, uh, Well, why would you say something like Barry that? Barry Katz? Man? Yeah, why would you say something like that, man? I'm like, I wouldn't. I mean, that's what people say. That's what people say in the black neighborhood. Like, you see black people jaywalk and they go, I wish that motherfucker would hit me. You, you know you don't. You don't wish he would hit you, but that's just some shit we say. Yeah. You don't like Shit get talking. Hit. Yeah, shit talking. I was just talking shit. Yeah. Normal. Normal shit. Wasn't working at Caroline's no more, though. That was it? <laughs> shit, until Dave gave me a shout out. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. They cut you off from that? Nobody ever cut me off. It just... Just never happened again. Yeah, we, we don't have yeah. any more veils. So when Dave gave you the shout-out on the Mark Twain Award, did that open up a lot of doors for you? Yeah, it did. That's and beautiful. I was, I was just telling you, I was like, we was getting it. We was kicking it. And then, the, and then the COVID shit happened. And then Tiffany, you know, and Wiz, it's a good thing I had a fan base because people was like, we saw you. And it was good. Listen, we know you're funny. Like, mm. What the fuck? That ain't the compliment I want. You right, know what I'm right, right. Like you're like, yeah, we know you're funny. Those other people just didn't get it. But it was first of all, it was outdoors, and there was a low hanging fog, so it made it like a theater. First, first night I wasn't getting it all, but the second night, and it was, it was kind of I put a whole bunch of different little sets together. Yeah, but to get back to your um, special, I don't know. <laughs> who, is, who, is, who is producing your special? David. 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 Oh, David's doing, he's David's a, doing Earthquake, too. Yeah, he's a local comedian from Washington, D.C. area. Oh, David Chappelle? David Chappelle. Yeah, sorry, yeah I'm, I'm aware of him. <laughs> so I love that Dave's doing yours, and he's doing Earthquakes, too. And, and Donnell's, too. And he's doing Donnell's. But I, Beautiful. I, I, Donnell and and um and quake have already done it yes yeah we so is is um yours gonna be for netflix is it gonna do you know what it's gonna be for i don't, I don't know i better <laughs> <laughs> i've never met a man as good as you at comedy that's so uh, fucking casual about his career it's hilarious yeah man you can't be tripping out about shit you know oh i know but you take it to another level you take you can't be tripping out about shit to like as far as it can go. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't even see him. What is he doing out yeah. there? He's uh you can't be tripping out about shit, but he's just yeah. doing it a hundred miles away. Well, as I drive down the road of life, Joe. Yes. Sometimes I say, God, just give me a sign. And then it'll be a yellow light and I go, Ooh, I can make it. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's um, it's a funny thing. Like, there's there's these guys that we all know that are like these legendary comedians that uh, all the comedians respect, all the comics love, but the, for whatever reason they don't get the same amount of appreciation. Yeah. With, from you know whether it's from Netflix or from whatever they just you know, and that's you. You're the you're one of those guys. That's one of the reasons why. We've, we brought you up so many times on the podcast. I I, I noticed something some years ago. It's uh, 
we was in town for the Def Jam tapings, and um, like people kept coming by to go, hey, what's up, y'all comedians? Yo, man, you funny shit. Oh, man, you crazy. And then people always take a pause and they go, hey, man, I love you, man. <laughs> Nobody ever say that I'm funny. They just go, I love you, man. Like that, like, you know. And then sometimes, like, people leave the show and they go, you know, I don't even like comedy. But, uh, yeah, you was good. <laughs> I don't even like comedy. Yeah, what do like you say comedy. to those people? I just go. Why? I just go, Why don't you like comedy? I just go, thanks. You know, like, like a lot of times I go, I only came because she told me to come. Mm. Okay, you enjoy yourself, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people they're reluctant yeah. to give you yeah. compliments. Yeah, but but uh, very seldom do I hear funny. It's usually I love you, man. It's just you know, oh my god, I love you like that. It's never like you are so fucking funny. No, it's just it's like calm. Yeah, there you go. I love you. I, right. I love you too. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> So you don't even have like a time schedule for when you're gonna do your special. I'm I'm assuming it's we gonna better, be on Netflix. We hurry up, cause motherfuckers is dying like dogs, man. Every time I turn around, somebody dying. Yeah, it was kind of depressing, wasn't it? That is true. Yeah. Well, as we get older, yeah, that's just uh, the fact of the that life is, we're living. Yeah, you know, is. we were. Uh, I was on the phone when you got in here uh, with Joey Diaz, who uh, just caught COVID. He's fine. He's all good. We got him. Vitamin drips and monoclonal antibodies. He and lives all that here shit. in New York. No, Joey's in New Jersey now. He's right. living in New Jersey. He's the king of New Jersey. I went to visit him down there. Right. Went to a restaurant. Everybody knows him. It was hilarious. I was like, <laughs> damn it, he's never leaving New Jersey. Because <laughs> I wanted him to come to Austin, but as soon as I saw him in New Jersey, I was like, all right, I get it. I get it. This is his spot. He belongs there. I just um, fly um, him out. Mike Robles was sick, I think, too. Oh yeah. I think he was. There. I saw it on Facebook. How's he doing now? It's doing good. When I first moved to New York, that's the first uh, TV spot I did. Oh, really? Que Loco. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Uh, Mike Robles was on the on the Spanish channel. And at the time, my dad lived up in Washington Heights. He still lives in Washington Heights, like up uh, 200th and Broadway, way up there. And one night, I go to the bodega, and the little... The little Dominican lady, she said, and she's having her... Uh, her grandson is laughing like shit and tell me, he said, yo, she saw you on the television and she said she's so proud of you. She says, because she could tell you was having problems with your English, but you stuck with it and showed them <laughs> <laughs> that you could do it <laughs> in English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, you're like, bitch, that's the only thing I speak. <laughs> <laughs> but she was like, she was like, you know, I saw you having some problems. You kind of slowed down a couple times. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, he was like. That's hilarious. Yeah, her, her grandson was like, yo. Because he, he knew who I was, you know, to see me. And uh, as a matter of fact, he used to call me Kehora Ace. Kehora. That's right. how what time what is time it? Is it? Yeah. So when I would be going to an audition or something in the morning, we walk into the train. And I, I noticed people just always go, Kehora is, and go, yeah, what's up? Just toning. <laughs> they see me. I thought they see me on Death Jam. I just knew whatever they were saying was a fucking question. Right, right, I didn't right. know. Because they, they go, Kehora is, and I go, toning. <laughs> and then they do like this. They point at the watch and they go, oh, it's such and such a time. 
But oh. I didn't put two and two together. Right. That they were asking me. What time is it? What time? <laughs> yeah, it's all good. So this thing with Dave, you don't like, because Earthquake is wondering when his is coming out too. Well, he did. He yeah, did his he already. Did his. And but he doesn't, know, did he doesn't his. exactly know when it's coming out. But man, it's hard to get, like, cause you know, Dave said, "Hey man, whenever you're ready." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm ready." And then he said, "Just let me know." And he said, "Man, I'm letting you know. <laughs> like, let's go." Right. But I mean, you know, next, you know, every time you turn around, man, dudes chasing him with dresses on, all kind of shit going on. <laughs> <laughs> Tie up your shoes, son. You in a drag race? Ah. <laughs> Run, Dave, run! <laughs> so, That's hilarious. That shit's died down, though. Yeah, they're leaving him alone now. You just, but you just realizing how many of the people that are upset at him didn't even watch the special. Yeah, they watched the special, and you still are angry at him. And you <clears throat> missed the point. The same. We was uh, I what if we was somewhere, man. It's me. I was on on the road with Louis C.K. So I go outside the comedy club. Some people out there having a silent protest, and I'm like, Yo, what's up? What's going on? And the girl says. There's a comedian in there, and he's performing, and um, he's really, uh, he's racist, he's, name all of the shit that they said he is. He's sexist, transphobic. Sexist. He's, yeah. yeah they say, Homophobic. He, I'm yeah. like, what? And she had said all this shit. I'm saying, he racist too? <laughs> and, she, and she was like, I said, well, fuck that. Give me a sign, right? And she, and she was like, she was like, no, 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 we're having a silent protest. I'm like, nah, fuck that. I said, that's his picture right there? Now, I don't have to stand in line. I cut right through the line and go in the back. I forgot to cut. Where is it? It's somewhere, man. But it's like they got a back room with karaoke. Like you walk through the back. I go in the back. I forgot all about that. I was fucking with that girl. I didn't think that nothing was going to happen. Some back there. And then, boom. She comes in with the police and shit. And she's like, you know, she wanted to go, that's him. But she, cause she was like. Right to you? <laughs> no, to, to, to the policeman. Louis. To the policeman. Oh, okay. Because we're all sitting in the back. Right. You know, just talking about whatever. It's me, uh, Lynn Coplitz, and we are just sitting there. And, and the girl, you know, because the girl and the policeman and the and the manager or the owner of the club come in. Because they thought that you were going back there to fuck up the comedian. Fuck up Louis. Yeah. Right. Because because she saw me, I dipped all over your back. So zipped. she called the police. She didn't call. Them. The police was right there. Okay. So she got the police. And she says, "I think that guy's going back there to do something to, to the comedian." To fuck up Louis C.K. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when she come in and she see me first, she's like, <laughs> "Like that's the motherfucker right there. That's the motherfucker right there." We just and like, what happened? And I'm like, "Oh, what's up, Charlotte?" Like, <laughs> she was like, "I'm like, yeah, I got that motherfucker." Like that was just joking around, right? And and then yeah, and then she ended up. She didn't know what Louis had done. She took pictures. They gave her a T-shirt for the club. She took a picture with Louis in the green room and all this stuff. She took a picture yes, with Louis. She was just there because her uh, some girl from her college said, "Yeah, let's go do this. Let's go let's protest." Protest. She said, "All right, I'll yeah. go." That's the thing, man. It's like so many of the people that like they haven't even thought it through. Yeah. They don't even know what he did. Yeah, I, I didn't mean, know what he did. If you were in the room with Louis when he jerked off and he said, can I jerk off in front of you? And you said yes. I guess you got an argument that maybe you shouldn't have been asked that question. Yeah. Because it puts you in an uncomfortable situation. Remember that joke that Kevin Brennan used to have about consent? 
No, I don't know. And he's like, he says, so on the college campus, you meet a girl, go, can I kiss you? Yes, you can kiss me. You know, can I, can we make out? Can we do this? She says, so it gets hot and heavy. So they're, they're having sex. He says, boom, can I do it, dog? He says, I say, yeah, yeah. And then he says, he says, can I stick it in your ass? He said, can I stick it in your butt? She goes, what? He goes, do they sell chicken fingers at Pizza Hut? <laughs> He said, it was a long Kevin used to do, it was a funny joke. You know how he is. Right. He goes, uh, and like, cause everything, she's everything, she's down for everything. And then he goes, you know, can I can I stick it in your butt? What? He goes, cause did you know do they sell chicken fingers and pizza hearts? So it was like that consent shit. It's funny when Kevin do it. It's a timing thing. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> But yeah. that uh, when you were opening for Louis, so that was after the controversy. That was after the controversy. It was like man. we started doing we shows to, again. We went to Portugal together. Oh yeah, Portugal. We went to Portugal and then we went to. Uh, what is it like doing comedy in Portugal? It was dope. Guess who I hung yeah? out with? Who? The, the the fucking wizard. Is he the mayor or the governor of uh, on Queen of the South? Queen of the South. What is that? It's a Netflix uh, thing. Oh, I don't know that. Okay. He, uh, what is Queen of the South? It's it's like the biggest one, and he oh, plays. He's the third lead character. Oh, I've never heard of the show. Have you heard of uh, Queen of the South? No. There's so many shows though. Damn, it's a pot. Here we go. This is it right here. Which guy did you hang out with? Ah. Uh, okay. I never even heard of this fucking show. You never? Okay. It's from 2016. How is he not a... on the first row? Maybe he lied. No, he is. He's like. They're that's him right there. Which one? Right there. Go back. The second one. That guy. That guy right there? Yeah, he lives in Portugal. How do you say his name? I don't know. Joaquim de Alameda. Right? Mm. Joaquim Alameda? Yeah. That guy? So he lives in Portugal? He lives in Portugal. How the fuck is there a show that has been going on since 2016 I'm just hearing about now? Man, this is like one of the hottest shows That's ever. the thing. There's so many shows. Oh, but what shows. about this guy? This is my man right here. Who? Let me scroll back down. I want you to see this guy. Which guy? I hate this one. But he's so good that you hate him. You hate him? That guy. Oh yeah. Did you see um? Did you see um? Apocalypto. Yes, I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. He's that guy was in Apocalypto. Through his face and everything. Oh yeah, he was amazing. He was. He said. Oh, um, he was amazing. Where is he at in Apocalypto? Is he up there? Ger- How do you say his name? There Ger- he is right Gerardo. There. See right there. That's him in Apocalypto. Tarasena. Right that guy there. was a bad motherfucker. Yeah, see right there. Okay. See him in Apocalypto? Oh, yeah. And I like the part where he go, he jumped off the waterfall. He said, he said, hey, my grandfather hunted in this forest, my father hunted in this forest, and my son and my son's sons were hunting this forest. Fuck you. And they said, no, fuck you. And they jumped off the waterfall, too. He <laughs> said, you don't remember that? I yeah. do remember that. Okay, that was a good movie, <clears throat> That movie was amazing. That was, man. It was a wild-ass fucking movie. That was a dope movie. Apocalypse. That guy, he was a fucking yeah. asshole. But he yeah, was an he, asshole? Yeah, he's in Queen of the South too. He was the main he was the that You mean he's an asshole in the show? No. Yeah, on that show too. On on Queen of the South too. Oh. He he's that guy's henchman. Oh, okay. The guy who I hung out with in Portugal, he's that guy's henchman. What is Queen of the South about? Uh cocaine. Oh. And okay. it's about it's on the it's on the cartel level. Oh. Okay. It's it's uh basically they're big drug dealers who buy it straight from the cartel. Mm-hmm. So, like how how Pablo uh, Escobar was the cartel. Right. They're buying from. So they would buy it from Pablo and then distribute yes, it. Yes, yeah, yeah, and distribute it, yeah. yeah. 
They get their hands dirty. Oh, um, I'm sure. And um, well, oh yeah. Then after that, we went to uh, Brussels. No, we went to Paris. Went to Paris. Then we went. What to- is it like doing stand up in Paris? Snobby. <laughs> is it <laughs> like that? Really? But it was good. They, they, it, it's, yeah. They, they were good. Paris is good. Um, cause uh, uh, Louis's girlfriend lives there. Right. His his girlfriend's like one of she's well, she's like Ellen of Paris. I guess. Yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah. She's, yeah. She's nice guy, but she's like a real big comedian over there. Yeah. And his new special. I watched his new special. Sorry. It's very good. His new one. It's funny. Yeah. Very funny. He's funny. It's interesting. It's getting mixed reviews, but I think it's just because people want to hate him. That motherfucker. The people that are Louis C.K. fans yeah. will love it. Will love it. Yeah. I, I was at the cellar one night. Not the big cellar, the um, the underground. Mm-hmm. He's popped in. And I could see the look on the audience's face. He did 20 minutes on the pros of suicide. Mm. And I was like, you can't do this around motherfuckers who weak and drunk, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, yeah. Because there was a lot of people going, yeah. I see his point. I see his point. Hey, motherfucker, stop talking, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, somebody going to kill themselves in here, Louis. And, uh, so, yeah. Well, he's always been, like, one of the most prolific guys. Mm-hmm. Like, he used to put out a special every year, which I think is too much. I think every couple of years, I think you want to give the material time to cook. Mm-hmm. If you're doing a new special every year, generally speaking, yeah. I feel like, it could use a little bit more time. With mine, you'll see a car and you go, it's a nice car. You see it next year, it's, it's got rims, it's a little tenant, it's this. Then you see it again, it's fucking been elevated. That bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. You said that's the same car, but wow, look at all the shit you yeah. done put on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how all jokes are. It's like yeah. bits. Some of them, though, come out right out of the box. They're, they're Just perfect. Boom. Yeah. It's rare, but some of them do. Some of them come out right out of the box. You don't have to do shit with them. But most of them, it takes time. It takes a little time to get it right, to get it tuned in. I, I, I have jokes that uh, I would say 20, 30 years in the making. Yeah. It's because it's from different parts of my life. Like the first time I did Def Comedy Jam and I did the thing, I said where the lady sneezed and a booger hit me. And the booger was on me, and then I said the transit cop said, "Hey, did you hit that lady?" And I'm like, "I'm like, man, she put a booger on me." And then he says, "I'm gonna kick your ass." And I said, "Well, I was about to run, not because, not because I was afraid, but he was handicapped." And everybody go, "Oh, I go." Well, he wasn't like in a wheelchair; he just had like a, a little arm. And I do this whole fight thing. We fight, and he hits me with the little arm. <laughs> <laughs> So, so that shit happened in the sixth grade, cause this guy said that I was messing with his sister. Like, but you know, it's like you know, sixth grade love taps. It was they was jumping double dutch, and I knocked the rope down. What little boys do when they like girls? But one of his friends liked her, so he said, "Yeah, he was messing with your sister." And so my man came over with his boys, and he like this. He said, "Yeah, man, I heard you fucking my sister." I'm like. Come on, son. You don't want this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on. You don't want this. Because he had the little arm. I'm like, you don't want this. So you know how the kids get around like, ooh, and we squaring up, and I'm I'm doing my thing, you know, and I, you know, and, 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 and man, he, next thing I know, he, you know, he had his arm around my head. We're kind of struggling, and he went, 
fuck. <laughs> it just echoed like a, like a hollow coconut when he, cause he hit me with the baby arm. Yeah. So it was a big joke. Maybe that's why things ain't working out for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you can't. It's just hard to explain yeah. a bit without doing a bit. Yeah. So yeah. So say a a bit like that. That 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 little arm thing happened in sixth grade, whereas the uh, the nose thing happened. It did happen on the subway, and I, but it didn't happen to me. But it was a lady. And it looked like kind of crusty right here. Right. And she, I remember she went, she sneezed like, like, like that. And then a booger just went, like no one saw it but me. And went right on the guy next to her. And then she like did that in a, a, a bubble, like where the snot was popped out of there. So I just added it to the bit. I twisted it all around and made, I'm like, but look at that. That shit was 20 years in the making. So when you were in France, like, how, they understand English. Yeah. So do, do they laugh at everything, or does no? They, they don't it? laugh at everything. They're very. Hmm. So the sense of humor is different. No, it's just with me. I think I, I think I have an easier time because I, I speak slowly and deliberately. Right. Yeah. And I don't rush, and just, and I don't make it too American. You know, like right. I I know when I I know when I've cross the bridge you know what i'm saying like when i left manhattan into you know like i remember speaking to reggie mcfadden first time he came to dc first time i saw him in dc and he's up there telling jokes about the subway nobody nobody right. yeah it wasn't and then you know nobody goes to you know he's like everyone rides the train yeah everybody who lives in new york rides the train right. yeah and so like it's it was it's I'd say the easiest country where people speak another language is the Netherlands. Because, yeah. you know, uh, Dutch is English, French, and German mixed together. But Paris... That's well, what Dutch is? Yeah, it's English, French, and German mixed Really? Together. Yeah. It's a combination of three languages? Three languages. Because you're here and they go, okay, perfect. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> I understood that last part. Yeah, so they, they saw all that together. And... um. But did, it, how did Louis do in France? Louis kill. They understand him totally. Yeah, he killed. Cause it was, yeah. it was, it was, it was more of like what you saw Mike Tyson do, like it's just a a soliloquy instead of just joke, 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 right. joke. You know, a, you know, some 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 valid points, some some funny nuances. You do, right? Boom, boom. And here's a little about me. and so uh when he's when he's up there like he's doing like an hour yeah and is this in a theater like what kind of it was it was comedy clubs up there it was a small theater it was as a matter of fact i think it was called the american theater um yeah it was it was um let me see i I would say the spot held like about mm, two three hundred about two hundred because Here's the stage, and here the people, like they kind of almost like uh, like a coliseum, like uh, right. Like, what's that shit yeah. called? Where they where the doo doo fly in your food? Doo doo flies in your food. What? Medieval times. Oh, <laughs> it's that shit. <laughs> you ever been there? Oh, you mean like horse shit? Yeah, horses they, running around. Yeah, right, and everybody's right, right. eating and drinking. I'm like, and the yeah. fucking the the air is just full of horse shit. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not. No, not smart. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. You could get pizza and hot dogs and pretzels and 
Mm. And they're jousting. And they're jousting and shit, shit yeah. is flying around. Not interested in that. Nah. So, um, what other what other countries did you guys do when you were on the tour? You did Portugal. You did Portugal, France. Uh, France. Uh, uh, Belgium. And then I and then went to Rotterdam. Oh. You got to go to that club in Rotterdam. Yeah. Did you ever do uh, the thing in, in Rotterdam that we? I've never been to the Netherlands. You gotta go. Yeah. They, they speak English very well. Yeah. Yeah, especially in the big cities like in Amsterdam and in Rotterdam and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, go. Uh, uh, what's his name? Tom Rhodes always. Over. As a matter of fact, he married a woman from there. Well, Tom Rhodes used to have a show over there. Mm. He used to do like a talk show. Oh. And it's like sure it did. had a different name to it. It's like it wasn't Tom Rhodes. He like was playing a different name. I forget what it was called, but it was like uh, Tom Rhodes was the host, but it wasn't the Tom Rhodes show. Mm. It was like I, I I remember he was old. It had another time. name, but he was old. Yeah, he lived there for a while. He was like a star over there, and the late night like talk show thing was like the the format was a lot much more relaxed, much yeah. more. You could say a lot more. You could talk about more shit over yeah. there. The first. <laughs> The first time I went, it was me, uh, Tony Rock, yeah, me, Tony Rock, Godfrey, and Teddy Smith. And I just remember us watching television. It wasn't cable or no shit like that. It was like condom commercials and be two guys. And then like you see, like what they're doing now in America, you see a family, the dad be black, the mom be white, and the little kids be beige and shit. I'm like, what? Because <laughs> they just wasn't doing that here in America. Now it's right. all, all over the place. But like, wow. It's like, these people are progressive and they're very tall. They're big people, right? Yeah. Here it is. The Kevin Masters show starring Tom Rhodes. Yeah. It's like they just had a, a sales from 2002 to 2004 in the Netherlands. Is that his wife right there? Sitting there I don't know. There? I don't know who that is. It's just somebody was interviewing, I think. Just a guest. As as a matter of fact, the first time, the first time we went, it's because SD fired me, because I got from the cellar. <laughs> yeah, I got there late. I'm always late. I got there a little late, and SD said, "I I can't take it. I no no Tony, I can't take it no more." I'm like, "But I'm I'm here now. This good show's running behind. I'm still here for my spot." She said, "Well, yeah, show's running behind because we had to stall because she wasn't here." And then Gotham called. Said, "We need somebody right now." That's when they had the. What was it, 21st? Mm -hmm. Says, we need somebody right now. I turn around to walk up the stairs. These guys like, yo, I know this guy is speaking in Dutch and everything. Say, where are you going? I'm saying, I'm going to Gotham. So they go up to Gotham. And the guy who was the host of the show, he goes, listen, everybody in Suriname loves you. Blah, 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 blah. Suriname? Yeah. Oh. He's saying this. I just figured this motherfucker had an accent and was mispronouncing Vietnam. <laughs> Because <laughs> if you see him, he look like right. he could be Blasian. You know, he look like right. he could be. Okay. So maybe his dad was over in Vietnam. Right. He's from. He said, "Man, everybody in Suriname loves you." So then they say, "Yeah, we're gonna bring you." And then one guy was says, "Have you ever been to the Netherlands before?" I'm like, well, And the other guy was say, "You're going to love Holland, right?" And I'm like, "Okay, where are you motherfuckers from?" Right. <laughs> it's, all, it's all the same spot. And and then they they call me up do the show that's we start going over there to do the show so that's when you started going on tour 
no, over in other that's countries. Start, no, that's when I just start going to, to Holland. That was for the Comedy Factory. All of us did that, like Patrice, Rich Voss. They should bring us over there and do that show and ride a damn. That was that was dope. We all ride bicycles. And everybody think that you go over there and do decking and shit like prostitutes. You go you go see the prostitutes and take pictures. That's just it. Because, I mean, <laughs> would you walk into a glass booth and... With everybody looking, be sad. No, it's easy. Just call into your room. Listen, so because <laughs> it's legal, all that stuff, and then they got the weed and the mushrooms and the space cake and yeah. I think they uh, they they're backing off of some of that stuff over there because so many people go over there and get too fucked up, especially Tourist, on edibles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they just don't know what they. I lost my mind on edibles last time I was there. <laughs> well, if you don't know what you're doing, you eat I, too much. Dude, it was a the guy guy space yeah, cakes. cake yeah, yeah. And, and I get one little piece yeah that's all you one, need and it was like fucking twelve noon I ride my bicycle go get something to eat blah blah, blah. get ready do the show that night catch a train to go do the show come back and then I'm in the room and I'm laying down I guess that's when that shit kicked in because I'm like hey man my fucking my feet long like this <laughs> <laughs> I was I was laying in the bed but my feet kept going stretching out. I'm like, whoa. And it's a good thing I was on the phone because I was like, I don't know something wrong. So I then I called downstairs and said, hey, man, somebody keep trying to get in my room. Because <laughs> <laughs> what would happen is they had the little Ziploc thing on the door. Uh-huh. It's, like, it's, it's not a chain. It's like a zip thing. Okay. So when I was going to go downstairs to complain that my bed is making my feet long, <laughs> I was opening the door and he goes, and then I go, shut it back. That's when I call and say, yo, man, somebody trying to break in my goddamn room right there. (laughs) And I was on the phone, and then so she says, I'll call the Marriott and and ask them to. So my man comes upstairs, he goes, he goes, Mr. Woods. I'm like, sup? And then I open the door, and he goes, you have to. uh, I'm like, oh yeah, shut it up. Take that off, and he comes in, he goes, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Why? He goes, someone called and said that you're having the problem with your feet. <laughs> I'm like, nah. Listen, somebody's trying to get in my room. <laughs> and then, he's, then he says, have you had anything? Have you indulged yourself? He says, you're not going back out tonight. I'm like, no. He says, they gave me some water. He said, drink this water. And he went into the mini bar and gave me some candy. He said, eat that. He says, there's no charge. Just, you know. It would be it would be nice if you did if you did not go out tonight, Mister Woods. I'm like I'm alright, I'm good. <laughs> and then of course they went back downstairs, and of course I called them back because somebody was still trying to get in my room. So did you go on stage that night? No, I'd already been on stage. Oh, you're the fucking been. day was over. I had done that at twelve noon. Oh wow. Yeah, and I'm like, what if that shit had kicked in when I was out in the street, man? Because you know. Bicycles are like rush hour. It's like Beijing over there. The bicycles and like you, you know, yeah. And that was one little corner. And the kid who gave it to me, he was another comedian's son. He's like thirty. But anyway, he he says, "Yo, that space cake was horrible. It was the worst. It was this." I'm like, "Bitch, I lost my mind last night." <laughs> you know what I'm Those people with tolerance, yeah. man. People I, that have too much tolerance for marijuana, they'll fucking ruin it for you. Yeah. Like Joey Diaz. <laughs> Joey Diaz can put that shit away. I, I've been on planes with him before. He's eating like 
200 milligram stars of death, throwing two, three down his throat at the same time. Wow. I know. It's hard to believe, but I've seen it. I, I borrowed my son's car. I drove his car, and, and he always, he's always loved gummy bears. I just, had, you know, while I'm driving, just. And then I went to go get some, uh, went to go something done at Kinko's, get something copied or something like that. And the lady says, what do you, what is, what do you want us to do? I'm like, I don't know how to work this machine. She says, okay, you put your card in, you press start, press them in. I'm like, I still don't know how to work this machine. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck did you know on. that the gummy bears were weed? I did not fucking know. But I was like, I figured it out after. It's not, you know. How many did you have? It's like a small bag of them. <laughs> <laughs> I all the motherfuckers. <laughs> he owes me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, come on, one bag of candy, all, all the bags of candy I done bought you, boy. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so good, man. So do you have an idea where you want to do your special? Nope. I I wanted to do it at uh, Super Funny. What's Where's it called? Uh, Nate Jackson's Supper Funny Club in Tacoma. Oh, okay. You know him? No, no, I've never been. I, the only thing I've done to Tacoma, I did a show with Dave out there. Nate Nate Jackson is uh, he plays Junkyard Dog on Young Rock, the TV show. Okay. On the Young Rock TV show, he plays. Uh, and I just like his club. It's just, uh, and I like that. Um, what I call it? The Dead Crow. I like the Dead Crow, and I like the comedy works. I'm trying to think of what other. Cl- well, you know, these are clubs that I just feel good in. So when you do, um, if you do a special at a club, how many shows do you want to film? You want to film two, four? What do you want to do? That's what Dave was saying. Yeah, I like. like how many do you want to do? I just like to, like, do one and go. I like that one. Yeah, but I know you're not supposed to do that. I heard. Well, it's just there's a lot of pressure. I know. Sometimes you have a lot of pressure. Yeah. It's like, the not- pressure is when the uh, when the execs go. Uh, so, um, have you prepared your set yet? Oh, they want to go over your material. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the worst for the uh, for the Tiffany um, thing. They said that they wanted it typed out. Oh God! So, so I just go got some. Material. I just got some old shit, and this this woman. As a matter of fact, the woman from my podcast, Maya. That's what she does, like in court or whatever. A stenographer. stenographer. Yeah. yeah. So she she just transcribes the, the set. Transcribes the set, and then so when we did the thing, you know, one of the people, she was like, "Oh, so you you, you changed it around." I changed what around. She's because you didn't do the bit about this. I'm like, oh yeah, my bad. I haven't done that shit in 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) So you wrote out the set, but you wrote it out totally different. Yeah, I didn't give a fuck with it. I just said because they kept pressuring me, like, yo, send us a COVID test and send us the the transcript. So I sent him the COVID test, and he's like, okay, we wanted the transcript. I'm like. "Mm." <laughs> I uh, yeah. gave money back once. Well, I, I canceled a special once because I was on the phone with these executives and we were going over material. And they're like, "Well, this has to change. You can't say this like that. We can't say this." And I was like, "We're good." I yeah. go, "We're done." I quit. I go, "I'm not doing it." I go, I, "I'm gonna do it somewhere else. I'll do it on my own. I'll do. There's no way I'm doing this special. I'm like, this is. We can't do this. You can't tell me what I can and can't say." When I when I did the Comedy Central special. The half house special. There's a part when I say I went to. I said I smoke weed and I stepped into the television, and I went to Africa, right? And they were like, "Banya, banya, banya, They were doing this, right? And I say, 
these ain't hands, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> right. <laughs> and I forgot. And he's and I think the guy's like, uh, maybe we should go with uh, boobies. Boobies. Something. Something about boobies. Like, so instead of because I said titties, I, okay. I say titties in there somewhere. Right. He said maybe we should go with boobies. Oh Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah, and I was like, I say, um, I said, how long you been doing comedy? He said, no, I don't. I'm just, I'm just. The, I forgot his title for comedy. So. Executive, whatever. Yeah. I said, yeah. yeah. I said, all right. You. And then so, boom, that went through all the little bullet points of what I was going to do and all that shit. Of course I didn't do it. And then at the end, they go, well, you didn't do it. I'm like, oh, man, I forgot. You should have gave me that list. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst is when they try to yeah. give you an alternative word. Yeah, and you got to understand, you don't even understand funny. And plus, he, he like, man, I'm like, every time I watch one of these shows, somebody gets a check for editing. Yeah. Well, put that motherfucker to work. Because I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to say what I'm going to say. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. fuck is he doing here? If, he, if, if you're telling me what to say, look, <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> Go to the editing room, man. Hey, you fired, motherfucker, because I got to do my own editing. Get out of here. So you, you literally don't know when you're doing it. You don't know where you're doing it. And Dave said, just call me when you're ready. Mm -hmm. I feel like I have to step in and help. Come on in, man. I'm ready. <laughs> I feel like I have to call Dave and go, Dave, I was, I was talking to Tony and we got to work this out. Yeah. We got to make this but happen. You know how people, people say that we remind each other of, of each other a little bit. A little bit. I think you, you definitely influence his style. Like to... But I don't mean the comedy way. I mean just kind of in the personality. Cause Relaxed. I, I watched I watched yeah. the podcast, and he sat up in here in the podcast with you, and he said, "Listen, we're gonna have to do this for real. I'm gonna come back and gonna do it for real." And I'm yeah. like, "You just did it. Yeah, <laughs> you just that is <laughs> you just did it." He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna come back, and we're gonna do it. Well, you know, we'll probably do it on such and such time." And you like, "Ah, right, yeah, cool." Yeah, <laughs> like you like, "We got it. We good." But, uh, well, there's that. There's this thing with Dave. Like he he's he marches to the beat of his own drummer. You know, like if he yeah. Well, see, I'm I'm ten years old, and back they got like a, a lot of different titles for people who march to the beat of their drum, and they got all kind of stuff with that. Back then, they used to say, "Oh, he's simple." Mm. So that's they call me simple. <laughs> simple was like it was before people used good words like autistic and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, because the first time I heard somebody say autistic, because the little boy was jumping on the couch with his fucking snow boots on, and his father goes, "Hey, don't don't yell at him because he's he's autistic." I'm like, I don't give a fuck if he can paint. I'm just saying, son, tell Picasso to get off my couch. But that's because I did I I didn't was, know what it meant. I didn't know what it meant. I'm yeah, not a, I'm not a bad person, everybody. But I guess a lot of people can say, mm, maybe karma's keeping you from that special. No, no, it no. It feels like you just need a someone to corral you, yeah, point you in the right direction. Yeah, I'm on. Because once you're up there, once you're on stage, you're a bad motherfucker, no doubt, no doubt about it, a hundred percent. I feel like if someone just points a camera at you for five shows, one of them is going to be a plus. I think it would be better if nobody tell me the cameras are there. That's it. Yes, <laughs> yes. yeah. I think if these motherfuckers hide the cameras. And then they would say something like, okay, see that right there? That's the camera. And I would go, don't look like a camera. I said, don't worry, Tony, that's the camera. And see that over there? That's the camera. Like, oh, that's the camera. Don't look like a camera. 
boom. But the camera's really somewhere else. Right. Boom. Yeah. And then I would just go. Well, the thing is about when you do five shows, it's like you just get used to the fact that the cameras are four shows. You'll get used to the fact there's a camera on you, and it won't mean anything to you. Yeah, I never, yeah, well, the cameras never mean nothing, especially when they be going. Three, two, one. No, I'm talking about when they telling me wrap up. Oh, that. <laughs> and they go, and they yeah. go, and they got the, the red light is blinking on top of the camera. Yeah. I would just go, my bad. I did uh, 20 minutes on BET's Comic View one time, too. How much time you were supposed to do? Yeah, I think uh, four to seven minutes. <laughs> I was the last one. <laughs> what well, if you the last one? What's the big deal? Yeah, well, yeah, I said to Bruce Bruce, come on, motherfucker. Last yeah. one. He said, he said, he said, well, I, I ain't the one you got to worry about. Well, then why the fuck you say something to me, dog? Listen, <laughs> it's all good. Because I think it was the end of the series. And everybody had already... And then you know, and I was just up there, just going, going. Right. Yeah, I had drove seventeen hours to get to New Orleans. Oh, really? Yeah, because I, because they gave me money to fly down, but I said fuck that, I'm gonna drive, and drove down there and uh, did the thing, and it, it was good, man. I'm, that Bruce, Bruce, I was Bruce, Bruce. Damn, man, you know, I guess, I guess he's like, you know, we had plans. We was gonna go. To, I don't know. I was like, damn. Man. He said, but it was produced by Ruby Red. He said, well, I ain't the one you got to worry about. All right, then. <laughs> Did you have to worry about anybody? No. He he was basically, you know how one of your siblings might say to you, right. oh, wait till dad gets home. Oh, you going to get it. Right. You know, That's what, what he's and, doing. Then, and then you go, am I in trouble with you? You go, no, I ain't the one you got to worry about. Well, then. Right. Where did dad get here? Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, don't, <laughs> let's, let's let it go. It's all good, man. Well, whenever your special does come out, please let me know so we can let everybody know. I'm going to do my special in Austin. Yeah? Why not? <laughs> That's my name. We're going to call it the Why Not Special. It's, it's a great place. <laughs> what? It's a good place this year? Yeah, there's a lot of great you, places Do you here. have a night? I thought that you would have a, a night down there. Somewhere. I do Tuesdays and Wednesdays at the Vulcan Gas Company. Where's that at? It's on 6th Street. Today is Tuesday. Yeah, I do Tuesday night, yeah. My flight leaves today. Well, next time. Whenever your special comes out, we'll have you hey, back. but check it out. Can I plug some shit? Yeah, plug some shit. Hey, ooh, I forgot almost, man. TonyWoods.com? <laughs> no, I don't. I ain't you got a website? That. No, I ain't got that. You don't have a website? Come on, man. I'm plugging my show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Plug your show. Come on, man. On the 30th of uh, December. Yes. I'll be at the Arlington Cinema and Draft House. It's called Tony Woods and Friends. The shirt that I gave you. Okay. Tony Woods and Friends. And then, damn, I can't think of the other show. I got some more shows. But this Thursday. I think they sent them to me. Okay, yeah. I think they sent me an email. Hold on a second. This Thursday, up. Arlington Cinema and Draft House in Arlington, Virginia. Not not Texas. Got it. Mm, Where's he at? Yeah. Man, this is so y'all edit this up. It's gonna come nope. out to be like a half hour. No, it's two fucking hours. <whistles> We're not editing shit. We've been up here for like four hours. No, it's two hours. We have. Yeah, we've been doing it for two hours. I was having so much fun. I ain't know. I'm trying to find this email. I know they sent me an email asking me to talk about some shit. Oh, Jason. Uh, probably. <laughs> yeah. Here. Okay, I got it in front of me. Okay, on uh, December 30th, Arlington Draft House in Arlington, Virginia. Um, January 13th through the 15th, Atlanta Comedy Theater in Atlanta, Georgia. 
uh, January 16th and 17th, Hard Knocks, Laughs in Las Vegas. Where's that? I don't know. I don't either. It's in Vegas. That's Hard in Knocks, Vegas. Yeah. Hard Knocks, Laughs, Las, Las Vegas. Uh, February 11th and 12th, Wiley's in Dayton, Ohio. And then February, or excuse me, then March 31st to April 2nd, Side Splitters. But Tampa, also, wait, Florida. I got something in Chicago, too. Oh, yeah? They didn't I give think- me that. No, nah, because he didn't. Yeah, he didn't book that. That's not in the. That's not in the thing. Yeah, you don't have a website. I don't know. Do you have social media? You have yeah, social media. Yeah, yeah, you got me. an Instagram page, yeah. right? Hold up. I'm Does your Instagram find. page have your dates on it? You should probably put them up there. Man, uh, you know, because people, much work. people always talk about they get a blue dot and they say, yeah, because you know what I'm saying, man. You got to up your followers. I'm like, I don't need. I don't. How many followers do you have? I don't know. But yeah. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to be at Riddles in Chicago on the January the 7th and 8th. Okay. Oh, did did we already call those dates? We called the other dates. We didn't call that one. We didn't I don't have the Riddles in Chicago one. I got the Arlington Draft House one, Atlanta Comedy Theater in Atlanta, Hard Knocks in Vegas, and then Wiley's Dayton, Ohio well, inside The 7th and 8th is before that. That's right after Yeah, I know. Year. For some reason, I don't have that on this yeah, list. Yeah, see, that's me, everybody. Okay, we got it now. Yeah. Tony Woods, you're a bad motherfucker. No, it's man. It's great to see you. you it's been bad, a long time. It's been a long time. Should it be has been. Without a strong rhyme to step to. I, I, I hear you talk with everybody about killing the, uh, these um, caribou and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see this. Yeah. No, I mean, the one out, which what is that one? That's a deer. That's this, a white-tailed deer. Oh, that. This is just a That's brass. a gorilla, right? It's a chimpanzee, yeah. This is a, there's a, 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 an artist made that for me. Wow. Yeah. You know, I have a, a, a bear coat. A bear coat? Yeah. Where'd you get it? Fairbanks, Alaska. Oh, shit. So it's, it's grizzly bear. It's it's, uh, it's a brown bear. Brown bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, we went to this little outpost place, and it's just a blanket on the wall. Just a, I'm like, what's that? He says, well, people hunt. And they get, a, get a brown bear. Right. Yeah, and I'm like, well, how much is that? He's like, 150 I was like, all right. I gave him, this is like in the 90s, $150. Put it in a, um, put it in a trash bag, came back. Took it to this place in Bethesda, Maryland, and said, "Can you make this into a coat?" Yeah. So they cleaned it because it's fleas. It was nasty shit. <laughs> <laughs> and cleaned it up. And I remember I went to Uno's Pizzeria. This is in uh, in Chevy Chase, Maryland. Right, go to like Bethesda area. I go, and and the guy he beats beeps me because this is when it was. He said, "Right, you know, like, can you come back? I come back and he and like he's like, son, where'd you get this? I'm like, I was in Alaska. I'm a comedian." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Son, it's on the endangered species. <laughs> so they put a line. It's a beautiful coat. They're but not on the endangered species list. They were worried. <laughs> they were worried. No, I'm they, gonna show you my coat, man. I'm sure. See, because that seems like everything I see on your Joe Rogan podcast, people don't believe me. Oh, so they that's don't why. You. That's why the because somebody told me not to mention mermaids. It's don't. don't mention mermaids. I saw a mermaid. Really? Yeah. When? In, in Seychelles, Africa. You saw an actual mermaid? <laughs> That's what it was. It was a swimming person. Really? Yeah. And uh, how long ago was this? Um, I don't know. Uh ask Will Sylvans. It was um You think there's like a small population of mermaids that are out there? But anyway <laughs> <laughs> Me and this little French boy and they said don't they said don't 
Don't swim in the lagoon after dark. Everybody's up at the bar and everybody's and so everybody's gonna go down. Everybody's kind of racing now. So me and him go down. Me and him get in the water. From a distance, you see something coming like a fucking missile, but it's going right. it's going fast, and we both kind of stop, and then it turns and it jumps out of the water, and it's maybe at least 10, 12 feet long, man, and it do like this, and it look at both of us and go, Whoo! the water was only about this deep, didn't make a splash or nothing, and then and me and him turned the fuck around, we running, uh-uh, and everybody's coming down there laughing, got their drinks in their hand, we're like, no, fuck that, and the little boy, in French, and his mom is apologizing to me, saying he has a very vivid imagination, he said, no, bitch, listen, we <laughs> we saw a fish man, and it wasn't like a mermaid, didn't look, didn't look feminine at all. Look at like a man. A fucking man, a fucking, really? a fucking dude who said, get the fuck out the pool. Basically, he was like, like, do you know Aquaman? Do, 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 yeah, do. yeah. Because <laughs> so he didn't, like he didn't go, hey, get out the water. Did yeah. it look like a fish person or it look like a human when he being? Came out. Did, did it have this. scales? Uh, it was, it was kind of dark. Dark like a dolphin? But, no, but he, he, he had the back of him was fish. The back of him was fish. His head was was humanoid. Eyes about so big. Then, if you Google it. The, the lagoons of Seychelles. Okay. And I ain't the first person to see some shit. Really? In them waters. And uh, the guy the guy who does the horseback riding, you know, you can ride horses. And he said, how old are you? And I told him, he says, you're from America, right? I'm like, yeah. He says, so at this age, pretty much if if you see a turtle, and I tell you that's not a turtle, he says, you know it's a turtle. You're, you're the age, you know what you saw. Right. He says, the people pay a lot of money at this resort. He says, yeah, it's maybe not a good idea to go around going, I saw a mermaid. And he goes, my, he's saying how long his family has been fishing in these waters. He says, and he's heard some, he's heard some things. He says, I've heard some things like what you say. Says, I've never seen what you say you saw, but it's not the first time I heard that. And I said, thank you. But basically he was saying, now if you ask me to co-sign that shit, Fuck you. Right. <laughs> you're going to be crazy by yourself, mother. So who told you not to talk about mermaids? Nobody told me not to talk about mermaids. You said that. I just said that. Oh. Because I'm like, if y'all don't believe the code is bear. You definitely won't believe the mermaid story. Well, I definitely believe the code is bear. Yeah, I got it from my uncle. It fleas and all kinds of shit on Tony Woods, thanks for being here, man. Yeah, thank you. Man. Let me know when your special comes Did, out. We'll let everybody know. Yeah, I'm Google sure it'll be hilarious. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm, I'm, He's I, trying. If I found it, I would have brought it up. He's not gonna it find it's, it. It's, 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 and and it's, it was in the it's in the lagoons around, like you know, like how you know how the island is shaped like this, and like in the lagoon part. Well, they say they've only discovered ten percent of the ocean. Yeah, so yeah, so it's gotta be some maybe he's in the other ninety. All right, man. All right, Tony Woods, thank you. Uh, and on Instagram, you're Tony Woods, right? Tony Woods uh, Twitter. with a Z. Well, oh, really? I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yep. Let me look. Yeah, yep. Tony Woods with a Z. Tony Woods, yeah. Was there another Tony Woods with an S? I don't know, but I'm the first Tony Woods <laughs> in the world. <laughs> like, if you Google me, I'm the first Tony Woods well, ever. you should be. You nah. Should be. <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you very much for being here, man. Appreciate right. you. I see you at the Arlington Draft House. All on those places Thursday. that we, we, All those we listed places, Chicago, Joe, this Vegas. Joe, the best podcast I ever done today. Thank you. You were great today. Pretty, no, this is the best one ever, <laughs> man. And, 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 and thank I, you. I thank you, man. I, I feel humbled and, and, and proud. I mean, you know, a lot of people say I'm, I just kind of 
go on the seat of my pants, but I actually was up and ready and prepared. Ask anybody. I got here early. You did. I don't ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great to have you, man. All right, man. Thank Love you, very you much. man. Love you too, Happy brother. New Year. Happy New Year. Bye, everybody. 